0: prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigational app is the best fully functional GPS when you're out of service. Offline maps allow you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com And use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. For hunters who are seeking the ultimate edge, Quiet Cat's Apex Pro is the answer. Its unparalleled performance and stealth are designed to enhance any hunt. Quiet Cat is more than an e-bike, though. It's a revolution in how you approach the wilderness, ensuring you can go further and hunt smarter. Save 10% on the Apex Pro and elevate your pursuits when you use code MEATEATER at quietcat.com. This is the Meat Eater Podcast coming at you shirtless, severely bug-bitten, and in my case, underwearless. less We hunt the Meat Eater
1: Podcast. You can't predict anything.
0: Presented by OnX Hunt, creators of the most comprehensive digital mapping system for hunters. Download the Hunt app from the iTunes or Google Play store. Know where you stand with OnX. cal was trying to show off his uh catfish grabbing scar which may not be
2: showing off because it shows a lack of technique as you weren't
0: showing it off you were um demonstrating i'm
3: part of the club but did it did he spin on you
2: yes (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah and spun hard and fast enough to where the the pain that i got was from my elbow smacking into the tub been there, done that. Now, was it a was it Into blue the tub? Or? Into the tub, the tub that's
0: you were throwing it into.
2: Well, these no. guys, they uh, so they mark uh,
0: well, oh, they put like little
2: yeah, they mark natural nesting sites, yeah. but then they also get super sneaky and hide old cast iron tubs. Nope, that they cut a nine did by 11. Say, did you sheet say
0: nope? How nope. not us. You're calling Cal a liar. Well, I think it's illegal no, 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 in some no, no, places. No, I'm, now. Not,
3: I'm not calling Cal a liar, I'm just telling them there's a better way of doing it, and that's the way that we do it. We build wooden boxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it looks kind of like a coffin is oh, what it looks like. One sec.
0: Why a
2: cast iron tub? Inverted? It's heavy, yep. So oh, the, flipped. Yep. So the 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 bottom's on top pointing towards the sky.
0: And how, what you got to cut a little entrance hole in they, there.
2: They cut a 9 by 11 hole in it.
0: That's all it takes for him to get in there. And it. I
2: said, why is it 9 by 11? He's like, well, it's a standard sheet of paper, so everybody knows the measurement. <laughs> and a big no, alligator. That by 11. A big
3: snapping turtle can't get in there. That's right.
0: Okay, now how would Cal have done it if he wasn't stupid?
3: Well, from what, from where I'm seeing the scar at, he's just um, crap out of luck because you actually got past his lip. Yes. He, he swallowed you is what he did. Uh, you're screwed.
1: Just, oh, hold, that it's, just
3: hold on. What's, what's, the, the, far, course, what's the
0: farthest you've ever gotten your arm down in one?
3: Uh, not me, but one of my cohorts that was with us literally swallowed him up to his shoulder. He was 97-pound blue.
4: Hmm.
3: And we, we do it a little bit different than some. I say we. It's actually a gentleman by the name of Mike Willoughby who carries me, who's been on some of the reality shows. What do you shows. mean he carries you? In his boat.
0: Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> I'm not that old yet. I was like. I can still get around, by
0: God. come through the door, all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but we have spotters on each side. So that literally if you do get into trouble, someone's always there. And it took this boy under, completely under. And two people were trying to hold his head up and they're going, let go, let go, let go. And as his head would come up, he'd pull his head up, he'd go, I
4: can't, I
3: can't, right back down again. That happened three times. And then when he finally got his arm out, he turns around and looks and says, block the hole. And you're seeing blood going down his arm. We're talking a 97 pound blue. A blue is a mean sucker, is what he is.
0: No, it's catfish. It's catfish.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Mean catfish. You know, me and him's going to get along. Uh-huh. I can already see it. Uh, but they blocked the hole. He went back, um, got a little bit of breath, and said, uh, Okay, here I come. And we're going, we need to get you to the doctor. He goes. When
0: he said block the hole, did he mean so the catfish can't drag him back into the hole or drag he, get himself back into the hole?
3: No, so that the catfish couldn't get out. You take your feet and you stick in the hole to block the hole uh, to keep the fish from coming out. Because, see, now you've got him mad. Now he knows that something's trying to catch him. Oh,
0: because he still was intent on catching it.
3: He did. Took him over to the boat, took the uh, old cotton scales, weighed him 97 pounds, released him, says, now I care doctor.
0: Oh, I got you. Is it kind of just like, I feel like grabbing catfish, it's just like exhibitionism, right? It's kind of like no one's doing it to get catfish. People are just doing it to be like, I grabbed a catfish.
3: Look at this. Like, it's, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, wait, wait, look right here.
0: Okay. Yeah. Big old gut.
3: <laughs> do you think I'm going to be throwing a good, what I call the caviar of the South, which is a flathead? I'm going to keep me a mess of fish. Oh, you do? I, and I'll really, and most of the time we keep the males. And, oh, and, I got you. And release the females. And
0: the male will go up in the hole.
3: Oh, yeah. The male will be up in there. Sometimes you'll have two. You'll have a male and a female.
0: Oh, so you guys just keep the males and you don't, then you're not, uh, you still got all your spawners.
3: Right. Because I'm that not. is what they are doing. They are laying their eggs inside of these wooden boxes.
0: But it's not like the most productive way to get a fish. Well,
3: it depends on who you're going with. Really? Uh-huh. And where they're at. On a uh, on a good day, if you've got 20 boxes out, seven or eight fish running anywhere from 20 to 40 pounds is average.
0: Got you. What's the best time of year for that?
3: Uh, there is actually a season in the state of Mississippi, so it June, coincides
0: with the spawn, right? Correct.
3: Yeah, about June June the fourteenth, June the fifteenth is okay. when you need to be there if you're not scared.
0: Not scared. Okay, I'll tell you. I'm going to talk to Cal Fargo and find out what <laughs> find out what he did or didn't do. It
2: is eye opening, man. I I thought it is a rush. It's amazing. It's
0: it's just kind of grabs bizarre. you by the boo boo, huh? <laughs> Was it a rush,
2: Cal? <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. It, I mean, I, all the things. It's like the water is very warm. You can't see in the water at all. I wore a mask, which I think trying just, to get a look around. Well, just mentally, I think it helps to have your Eyes open, um, oh! but you can't see at all, you know, but yeah. So it, you know, it's not like shocking, cool, refreshing water or my situation. <laughs> was it, you know, you're just like wrapped in a warm towel. It's like primordial, very,
0: primordial feel to very it. Very
2: claustrophobic. And then you get in there and you're feeling around into nothing. And then all of a sudden something wham hits you, <laughs> <laughs> like bites you, you know, not in a friendly sort of testing you out sort of way. You know, it's like not nibbling. No, it is like smash.
0: Now, when they're doing that, they're defending the nest, right? Correct.
3: Correct. That's what
0: they're not. To. They're not trying to feed.
3: No, what it is, what it is is like uh, smaller fish, bluegill, brim stuff like that will come into the nest and try to eat the eggs. So yeah. what they're doing is 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 they are protecting that nest. And when that hand goes in, and there's a proper way, and I can promise you this: the boys that I would carry you with are extremely good and will coach you and tell you everything you do or don't want to do. Got it. Now, how did a turkey collar get on catfishing?
0: Well, because because the cow's showing off his arm. Now wow. she's demonstrating his arm. <laughs> but here, here's, here's the thing you should have to explain. You don't like – it seems to me that uh, the bathtub thing, you'd be limited about how many tubs you could round up.
3: Well, if if I may interject, in the old days, they would use old hot water heaters. They would use uh, bathtubs, which all that stuff is now illegal. Uh, You're not supposed to, at least in the state of Mississippi, use and utilize those because they don't deteriorate. That's the reason why we use wood, because over a period of time, Mm -hmm. the wood is going to rot and deteriorate. Now, there is another group of guys that go strictly in natural stuff. I'm out. I don't do that. You never know when there could be a beaver, a big loggerhead turtle, you know, so on so on and so forth. Uh, uh,
0: They'll back into a beaver den? Like the entrance to a beaver den? How how about
3: this? A big cypress stump, I believe it was on, I'm trying to remember the name of the lake, where one of my buddies uh, went to go into a big cypress stump. And as he was climbing in, here comes a six-foot alligator. Mm Mm-hmm. I've never seen my move that fast. Right back out.
0: The uh, so you got to scout it out when the water's low, huh?
3: Well, with the with the system, that my buddy. No, I mean the
0: all natural, the purists. They got to kind of scout. Like, how do they? <laughs> yeah. How do they become aware of the hidey holes?
3: Reaching their hands like just up feeling in a around, bluff,
0: really, yeah. or
3: into a log jam, or over a period of years, they've learned like where the uh, old trees have fallen and that are hollow. Or where a beaver has dug a hole.
4: So they, they just kind the of just of over muskrat. through no.
0: life, they just kind of find those spots. Yeah. I used to know a guy that would, I uh, uh, grew up with a guy who's a hunting buddies of my dad, and they were kind of like VFW buddies. Um, He would go and, and feel undercut banks right. For, right. for turtles.
4: Uh-uh. What do
0: you mean he wouldn't?
3: I'm not. Oh. <laughs>
0: It's <laughs> like
3: you ain't yeah, seen. Yeah, you ain't seen our <laughs> loggerhead turtles, and you can use a stick to stick up in there too to
0: feel around for, to feel them.
3: around and see if the fish will hit the stick.
0: Yeah, I've seen guys also wade out, spook a turtle, and then just wade out and feel with your feet till you eventually find.
3: I like my toes too where much. They go,
0: yeah, but you know what? When I was growing up, people, everybody said I don't have any reason to think this is true, but it was accepted as knowledge. That a turtle will not bite you underwater. I don't know why that was a thing that everybody said.
2: That's where they eat, right? I mean,
0: (laughs) yeah, but it was like a thing people said, man. They're like, no, he won't, like, they won't (laughs) bite you out of aggression underwater.
2: Oh, yeah. And as a kid who wants to swim, that's all you need, right? It's like, oh, perfect.
0: I was pulling up one time on a turtle trap, and my turtle trap is just shaking. And there's a turtle in the trap fighting to the death with a turtle out of the trap, fighting through the mesh. Like he could get his head out of the mesh. They were sure biting each other out of aggression underwater, but it was just a thing people said that they Oh, no, they won't bite you underwater. I don't know.
3: All I'm going to say is I have known a lot of people who will lie to you too. About what? About biting up underneath the water. That they do bite under the water. Well, how the heck does he eat? (laughs) No, I understand that.
0: Have I don't you know ever... why I don't know why everybody said that. That it won't hit you, it won't attack you.
3: Well I tell you what, you can find
1: out I'm not. Preston, have you ever known anybody to lose a digit? No. From a turtle or something? No. No,
3: I have not. But then I've got a small group that I go with. I'm not gonna find out. I like my fingers and my toes too much.
0: Yeah. You've been um You've been shot twice. Yes. I wanna get to that in a minute. Okay. Hang tight, though. Okay. I can't hang loose? You can hang loose. Okay. Yeah, what What the hell is that? Why, uh, why do we have both those things? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so when you... <laughs> you like your fingers and your toes too much when you
2: got shot? Were you kind of in a fetal position protecting those things?
0: They didn't hit your fingers, did they?
3: I still got shot in me all over. Oh
0: we'll talk about that.
3: Okay. You tell me when you want to talk about
0: it. Well I just want that gotta do something real quick. Okay. Okay, Corinne, explain how checked out are you to explain the deal to the the one, Crin's gotta tell us about the update about the dude that was eating the dog.
5: Oh I but feel wasn't. like I feel like Cal's probably better. we can we can maybe
2: Well did you share research, that? continue to
0: research? Crin's been on it. Great. She refuses to contact the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> refuses to contact the gentleman feels Why? as though he Why? doesn't feel like talking about it.
4: Yeah.
3: Y'all got a guy who was eating dogs? No, so here's no. the deal. Yeah, I don't know this
0: I'll story. recap this because that's my a guy, capability. who
3: He's monkeys. Listen, <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a guy that. in New York cooking a dog up, cooking a coyote. His I neighbor do that either. has a fit. His neighbor has a fit and runs over, videoing him and raising holy hell and calling the police. They come over. And they don't give him the benefit of the doubt and confiscate his dinner. Send it off to a lab. Listen, that was a big war on barbecue side right there, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. So that was a Southern sign at Yankees. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so,
3: as you probably
0: should. So they send it off to wh- where? Cornell? Yep. To the lab, the lab comes back and says, what? We're 98% sure this gentleman was cooking a coyote. So do they bring him back his thing?
5: I mean, I don't think so.
0: They better bring him something.
5: I don't know how much they took.
2: That's my thought. So unfortunately, like the only news source consistently reporting on this thing (laughs) is like, Cornell is 98% certain it's a coyote. But until we really find out for sure. Like, these are the actions that could happen. Either, um, the you know, whoever's in charge of livestock in the state of New York and handles animal cruelty is going to get in touch with this guy on the two percent chance that it is domestic, or, uh, the state of New York fish and game is going to, uh, talk to this guy further, right? And it like leaves it like that. So I called, I called the district. Uh, fishing game there in in, uh, whatever county it was. I can't remember now. Um, And...
0: Like, you're doing primary research.
2: Yes. And I talked... This guy's like
0: a journalist. Talked to a warden
2: and then, um, you know, and he's like all anecdotal, right? He's like, well, yeah. I mean, it's not illegal. He's like, if you want to do it, go for it. He's like, it is, you know, coyote season. And um, in fact... I saw a TV show once <laughs> <laughs> where somebody ate a coyote and I was like, Oh, all right. Sounds good. And then, uh, and then I, I, ended up calling back just to double, double check and, um, spoke with, with the regional communications and you got, got the, the, Got the impression that they had fielded quite a few phone calls at this point. They were sick of
0: talking about it. <laughs>
2: yep. And they're like, we know what you're getting after. And yes, it is completely legal to eat a coyote in the state of New York. As long as it's done during coyote season, which is lengthy.
0: Well, no, because you can eat a deer out of deer season. It's not like you got to like quit eating your venison when season ends.
2: <laughs> that That would change the game quite a bit, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be a whole lot of time for eating because you're usually gone. A lot of barbecue. It'd be barbecue season. Huh. Yeah. I still think crenshaw should find this guy, but this guy's got to be real sick of this whole occurrence.
2: Oh, for <laughs> sure. And like the whole makeshift grill thing that they were talking about. So the guy, you can see in the picture, uh, the the guy or family gets gets out in the woods. There's a canoe sitting up there. There's some things that you would attribute to folks that are... are are, are messing around in the out of doors, and uh, I think he singed the hair off the the coyote with the blowtorch, and
0: that was the makeshift grill.
2: Probably, yeah. Hmm.
0: Uh, God, it's just a story that you know. I what we need here's what we need to do, Crin. I want you to get the guy, the lady that told on him, and the person from the lab all here in the studio. We're gonna hash it out. I I'm not gonna we won't quit until those two people hug each other.
5: I <laughs> I know where they I know where they both live.
0: <laughs> They're gonna walk out of here holding hands and go to dinner.
5: I have Google Maps with where you, they Grim. both live. It's a short you. street. Exactly how I get a hold of the gentleman remains to be seen. Tell
0: them we're gonna we have you'll, the... you'll fly the both of them out and want them to just hash it out. The...
3: I have a challenge for you for the gentleman who eat the cow. Send him a recipe for the next one.
0: Well, it sounds like he was using my strategy. <laughs> I think that he was using that strategy because I, when I cooked a coyote, I just cooked a coyote the way I had seen dogs cooked. That's all. So I think that he was cooking a coyote in the way that he probably knows that that's a traditional dog prep. Now, Corin, what's the final? We're gonna talk about this go deal. I think let's just talk about it. Now I, I realize that we hit everybody up about GoFundMe when Brandon Butler's place got burnt down right. to the ground, and people really poured the coals to his GoFundMe right. campaign. I don't want this isn't like every week it's like go to this GoFundMe. not going to be overdoing it on GoFundMe but there's a guy who's uh, a hunter whose daughter, very ill, born ill what what is the
5: She has bronchopulmonary dysplasia, which ends severe pulmonary hypertension.
0: Never even been, I think she's spent pretty much her whole existence in a two and a half years in hospitals. Yeah. But this came to our attention because the father of the child was um, selling, like he was on an archery chat room or Facebook group, selling his hunting equipment to raise money to cover travel back and forth and all the ancillary and primary expenses involved in this. What is the name of that thing? It's a heartbreaking story, especially uh, if you got kids. I don't I don't think you need to have kids to find that heartbreaking. Cody Griffiths is the dude's name. Bow hunter, right?
5: Yep. Yeah, Cody Griffiths. Uh, we had um, a listener of the podcast write in and let us know that he, as a member of a, a hunting group on Facebook, he had seen. Someone post in his hunting group, who is a member of another hunting group on on Facebook, that Cody was selling some of his archery gear. And this led him to look into Cody's GoFundMe campaign. It's called Help Bobby Griffith. um, And it tells you all about his daughter. And I guess he was down to selling some of his... uh, hunting equipment to continue to try to raise money for her.
0: I think people should go take a look. Uh, one last quick thing. I'm, I'm. Uh. Last night we got done ice fishing and it was late. So me and my wife took our kids to a bar to get them dinner on the way home. And the bar had a sign on the door as you come in a new sign that said no tweakers allowed. And I was like, does that mean drugs or COVID tweakers?
4: Or Twer- twerkers,
0: <laughs> no. no twerkers. That's, that's I was good. like,
4: I couldn't tell if it meant because, like,
1: I've not never a... heard of a COVID tweaker. Oh, a thing. COVID
0: tweaker. someone who's like very dialed on COVID precautions. <laughs>
1: this, this is a... a thing.
0: Oh yeah, COVID tweakers.
1: No way. Who else?
0: But is, then, like, no, has no one. Heard it? So you think it meant like no drug people? No but they, drug Those guys drink a lot, though.
2: Yeah, but the a COVID tweaker is not even going to go
0: into a bar. That's what I was thinking. It was, it was like redundant. Right. Oh, this brand new. And then the only people wearing masks in the bar were my kids. They were shooting pool with masks on because they they're got they so trained up from school. They're comfortable just running around all damn time in a mask. So you think that's what it meant? Yes. Y- yeah. I mean, were No you- drug people. No drug addicts. Oh, for sure. I mean, where I, you don't have to specify exactly where you were. But, like, for example, if you were on the High
2: Line in northern Montana, well, that would be, like, more, a more applicable place for a sign like that. Uh, you do see those... Those shirts around everyone's, like, there's, like, anti, I shouldn't say anti-tweaker. Everybody should be anti-tweaker. Don't do drugs, kids.
0: If I type in COVID tweaker, I get a, the second hit I get is the article called Coronavirus and Illicit Drug Use. So, the, see, that combines it. That, that combines <laughs> it. All right. So, you got shot twice. Where was the first time you got shot? Not where, like, where and where, meaning where were you and where on your body did you get hit? And did it hurt? Hell yeah, it hurt.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, first time again, we,
0: Preston Pittman.
3: The first, uh, the first time I got shot, I was in what we call Camp Shelby, or Desoto National Forest. Uh, and T- my, tell me the national forest again. Uh, Desoto. Desoto. Desoto National Forest, south of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. How did that guy?
0: How does he get one named after himself?
3: I I called it Camp Shelby because there's also an army base that is there, and you're liable to be in the woods hunting, here comes tanks when they're doing their little army games. Mm-hmm. But
0: anyway— You ever uh, get any shot gobbles off those tanks?
3: Uh, what is it called when you go for so many years and you can't be prosecuted? What is that terminology?
0: Oh, statute of limitations? Yeah,
3: I think the statute of limitations are over with. yes. In fact, uh, I was probably one of the first that would go down in his truck, take his uh, bicycle out of the back of his truck, and pedal around the, uh, the little barriers that they had <laughs> to get close <laughs> to the impact ranges, <laughs> because you got him to gobble twice. First, when the big gun went off, and second, whenever the shell hit the ground. Oh, so you are onto this. Oh, yeah. Great. I mean, that was the best way in the world to... <laughs> Hear that, you know, in the uh, that?
0: was him. That was him just making that noise. Uh, no,
3: I've have been, have been known to a time or two. Do you? Uh, are you missing teeth up on the top? Uh, no, I got split, gotcha. and I still have a baby I thought maybe goose. you
0: took them out in order to make good gobbles. No. Okay, <laughs> so you're hunting by the army tanks.
3: Well, I, I'm, I'm going. On that particular day, I was right across from the Pen Road. People in the south Mississippi don't know exactly.
0: Tell me the name of that road again. Cowpen. Cowpen.
3: Yeah. Cow- no, I'm with you. Yeah, cow Road. And um, a 16-year-old, basically I'm working a bird. It's a gobbler with three hens. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing that I found out a long time ago is that in a last resort, I will gobble at him.
4: Oh,
0: that's how you got shot.
3: Yeah. So I can't. <laughs> totally blame So it's true. Both times I got shot I was gobbling, okay. So it's
0: true, you could get shot for gobbling.
3: Yes, especially in public ground and that's where I was at. So uh I guess he saw movement or whatever it may be and heard me gobble and a sense came over. And did you know
0: did you know the guy was there? No.
3: Not no, in the of beginning. Of course not, yeah, because you no, wouldn't you know, have done it. No, yeah. not in the beginning. No. And uh basically just got that sense it came over and something was not right not that i was looking at the bird and he gave me any i just kind of eased my head around and look and there is a, a young man uh, standing by a tree with an old single barrel 12 gauge and as i hollered i balled up into a ball and the majority of the shot hitting my back and uh let's just say my rear end uh did penetrate uh
0: quick i want to back up a second how far were you, at the time, how far were you from the turkey you were?
3: About 60 yards.
0: Do you, so, so it seems like this guy was kind of like maybe sneaking in on the gobbles. Yes. Okay, so he wasn't like set up there coincidentally. No. I got you. I no, got no, no, you. So no. So he's no, hearing all this racket. Most times I got shot. He's hearing this racket and he's kind of right. like coming in to have a look. Yeah, he's trying um, to sneak with, okay. in. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Didn't hear him call. Didn't hear anything yep. from him. Okay. So uh I just balled up into a ball. He shot. And it wasn't like a, Death shot, but it penetrated. Think of about a 100 wasps stinging you at one time. Mm-hmm. That's about what it felt like. From
0: what range did he hit you?
3: About 45 yards. That's when we had lead shot only, not copper-coated lead, yeah. and not TSS.
0: Do you feel like, um, just from your understanding of uh turkey shot at that distance, um, would, that, would, would that have the oomph to get through your skull and get your brain?
3: Well, I had two pellets. The only two pellets that they removed was right beside my back of my neck.
0: Oh, it could have got your spine. And
3: the rest of them, they said we'll do more damage in taking them out than you know just letting them stay. And over a period of about five years, I'd get like a pimple on my back and start scratching it, and they come coming number six shot popping out.
0: Did you save some of those? Nah. Huh. Why not?
3: Why? I, I'm, I
0: don't my, know, cause you, you I'm not because like You come and over your house. You and and, like see that?
3: Let me put it to you like this: those type of trophies, I don't want.
0: Um, what? Uh, the shooter? Did he run off, or did he run over to help?
3: Was he helpful, Daddy? If about forty years ago your son came home without his shotgun. I still have it to this day. Let's just say we ended up in a confrontation. Uh, I don't want to use that strong of a language that uh, I we didn't agree with each other. I'm trying to say this politically correct. I confronted him. Yeah. And he proceeded to tell me that he could hunt anywhere he wanted to as I'm trying to educate the young man to the point of uh, recognize your target, see the whole animal, don't shoot at sound, so on, so on, and so on. And he was on, blaming so. you
0: for having gobbled?
3: Uh, yes. And I do take part of the, I take part of the blame. But when he swung that old single barrel at me and told me- After
0: he me, shot you? Oh,
3: oh yeah, and told me to go to Hades that he would hunt any way he wanted to, uh, I proceeded to disarm him, shall we say. Man, talk
0: about a guy doubling down.
3: You're talking about a redneck getting, I just got to say, it. pissed off. I got pissed off. Now, so he he, <laughs> he got you over the edge after he shot you. He tried to knock the hell out of me with his gun barrel. Oh. Look,
0: like you guys, I would feel that if I shot someone, I would run over and sort of be like, um, boy, am I in the wrong.
3: <laughs>
0: I would too. Is there anything I can do to be of assistance? Uh, uh,
3: well, the second time I got shot, that's exactly what happened.
0: That's okay. I want to focus. I want like, it whoa, was whoa, whoa. about
3: three hundred yards from where I got shot at the first time, <laughs> <laughs> and I was doing the same thing.
1: You know, we're kind of
3: hard to educate. Something is that guys. where
1: you plan on taking Steve turkey hunting when he comes down to visit? You're yet? like, I want you to go under no. that tree and gobble. Like, <laughs> no, I don't even
3: go in that part of the country anymore. Uh, the second time I got shot, basically, well, on, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not, done, I'm not okay. done with the first time. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> um, no police involvement. Nah, but yeah, did you, did you go seek
3: medical treatment? Ah, I finally went to the hospital and they dug those two shots out.
0: How many pills did you get in you?
3: Uh, a bunch. Let's just say later on that night, after I got back from the hospital, um, if you want to picture in your mind a funny sight, uh, imagine someone having a couple of adult beverages. And then getting on top of the bathroom counter with a needle, a pocket knife, and a pair of tweezers. Mm-hmm. And popping as many as you can out of your rear end out. That was just me. The second time I didn't get penetrated that much.
0: And you never said to the cops, Hey, I got shot. Nah. Wow. Well, you'd beat a, I think, young people do that.
3: Well, let me give you for instance. <laughs> wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. You, you get, give you, we you, called you, the cop. We called the cops last night.
3: You got to realize, though, how many years ago that was. Okay. Okay. I'm 67. I think. Yeah, 67 years old. I was in my 20s, early 20s, whenever this happened, mm-hmm. and I just didn't see any need to do it.
0: Yeah. Okay. The second time.
3: Second time, and here again, we're going way back, okay? We're going back to when there were not that many turkey hunters. There was not the information that there is out there now with you no know, quality TV shows like yourself and all the others and internet that having any of that crap.
0: Um, Fewer turkeys, too, probably right then.
3: Oh, I can remember trying to find a track. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been through it all. I, I've seen from basically very little all the way to the the, the the rise of what we call the good old days to the steadying off to the decline that we're having. In what the was the good East? old days,
0: late 90s, early 2000s?
3: About yeah. no, before the 2000s. We're going to say uh, 90s. Yeah. It's going to be in the 90s. Um, but this gentleman I knew, and he was one of the few, what I call good turkey hunters. But uh, he's a creeper too. That's what I, I say. A creeper,
0: huh? A sneaker, like a bushwhacker.
3: That's not bushwhacking. That's figuring him out. By God, because I want to. If I can't call him, I'll crawl him.
0: Okay, so uh, let's. Which I'll teach I want listen. I'm real interested <laughs> in the getting shot thing, but I want to understand the nomenclature here or the 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 lexicon. What in your mind is a bushwhacker?
3: Somebody shoots them out the window. Mm. Oh,
0: yeah, that's of different. what? Your vehicle. Okay. Now, 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 and a creeper is wait, a sneaker.
3: What's your opinion on ground blinds? Where's <laughs> that? Where's that fall I hate them there? damn things. It's too confining. Now, hang on. Let's stop right here so that 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 I can get this out right. People that are listening, as a general set of rules, you don't walk and call. And you don't sneak. There are places, or tracts of land that you can get away with. We're fixing to get into a whole scoop. No, no, so no. I'm but I don't stop. even know what. We're, I, I want I... people to hunt safely. Okay, okay? we're talking
0: about safety. I, I just want to understand before we do that. I, I want to get into life lessons about getting shot turkey hunt. But I, I just, I'm just, I'm just curious about this from from regional variations. Uh, a creeper hears a gobble and sneaks up on it.
3: Have you ever tried it? Yeah. In the South? No. Okay, then you haven't tried it yet.
0: Oh, don't give me the, you're, uh, you're going gonna to lay on the, like, these turkeys are so, like, everyone knows that a Missouri There's,
3: turkey. There, no, okay. Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana are the three okay. hardest states they are anywhere in the country. If you can kill a bird in Mississippi and Alabama, you can go anywhere in the United States and kill a bird, I promise you. We have the longest you're, consecutive you're, hunting seasons of any state that's fine, in the United States. But you're
0: not, you won't answer my question. Okay, question. What is a creeper?
3: A creeper is someone that um, if he won't come to you, you go to him. By that time you have been in on this bird multiple times and you have figured out what is going on. Either he is homosexual or either he has all the hands that he wants and is not going to come to you. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the accepted procedure that most turkey hunters do? Absolutely not. But you
0: are open to it.
3: I'll put a hen decoy on my head and crawl out in the middle of a cow pasture and kill him. Okay. I'll put a, 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 a tail chaser on my gun barrel and crawl up and kill him. I'll dig a hole in the ground and bury myself to kill him.
0: Okay. So you're not down on the creeper that shot you? No. Oh, okay. I thought it was a derogatory term. No. 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 Oh, all right. So there you are, hunting.
3: We're hunting. In a creeper. Am I, I going to catch some slack over this? I don't care though. It's my style. It's my way. Okay. If not I, from not from this crew. Okay. It's like I said. If I can't call him, I will crawl him. If it's legal in that particular state, Alabama, for example, just passed a law that like the the fanning that's a creeper. You seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that's a creeper, right? Yep. Okay. Fanny is is illegal now in the state of. Alabama. Now, how do
2: they? Even if, if you're, you're stationary, or how? Yeah. Yeah. yeah how do they, they spell it out?
3: There's multiple
0: states that but, you can't. But how do they describe? You know, I mean, like, well, how is it described?
3: Uh, basically, I am guessing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have to tell you about a, a couple of different products made by Mojo. There is the Tail Chaser Erect, which has an apparatus that goes onto to your gun barrel, okay, that you can crawl and keep in front of you, and it has like a little tripod on it. And then there's the scoot and chute that has a handle that yeah, you those can are get nice. behind. And I've had it. one of
0: those in my Amazon cart because they were out of stock for a long time. <laughs> I like those things.
3: Uh, let me know if you need one. I can get you one. Oh, please. Okay. Yeah. You need one?
0: Yeah. Okay. Me too. <laughs> me, me, me too, Preston.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh Terry, are you hearing this? Denman, I need three more.
0: I don't even think it's in my I think that now and then something's in your Amazon cart so and your wife deletes it because she's like, why has this been in here for like eight months? You just don't know the right people. Yeah. Oh, okay. But man, we still haven't talked about getting shot. But go on.
3: <laughs> but go I, on. I don't know where the heck I was at. Uh, but that 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 that's a creeper, if you don't want to and like normal And it's a it's a fan that allows you to
2: move. Yes. Up on birds, yes. Like partially, at least partially obscured, yes. Probably more so because their attention is on the fam.
0: Someone explain why this is dangerous. Because,
3: uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you? What have you got? You've got a gobbler. What are you trying to hunt? A gobbler. I'll repeat. Only do this in places where you know you can do it safely. Yeah. Like very private land in the middle of that private land.
0: Oh, and Yanni, are you trying to um find out how they articulate? Yeah. Right now. Okay.
2: That's a tough one to explain and regulate. Yeah, and I can't
0: wait to hear like what exactly like how they express it.
3: Like I think that the state of Pennsylvania, you cannot uh you have to be stationary,
1: period. That's correct.
3: And I believe you have to walk in with Hunter's Orange. And I have also been told that you need to put a like a, a ban or whatever. Hanging on a tree. I'm not sure about that part of it.
1: Yeah, I believe in Pennsylvania they it's say many years you, you can't stalk a turkey. Right. Yeah, so that's it's how illegal they say it in there. some places.
2: Huh. That makes sense. Like, if you're mobile, you have to display that you're mobile by wearing orange. blaze orange. That that would be an easy way to do that. That feels a little big brother to me, personally.
3: I believe that's the only state where hunter's orange is required. Interesting. I believe. I don't know that far well, fact. Probably
2: because you had a bunch of uh, ninnies reporting themselves to the cops every time they got
0: shot. That's why it's best to keep quiet. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> someone shoots you, just shut Pretty up. soon you're gonna get have out to wear your blaze orange. Get out your tweezers. There shut you go.
3: Up. And, uh, All right, so let me set, let me set the
0: scene. Let me set the scene for you. Here you are. You're a survivor. You've been shot turkey hunting before. You got shot because you were a goblin. Mm-hmm. So you go back out to that spot and commence to goblin.
3: And a gentleman <laughs> creeps up on me, and basically the same thing steps on a twig as he's getting close to me. Here again, I turned and looked, and I went, Oh my God, balled up into a ball. I thought I was going to have to carry him out. <laughs> he was that upset. He was that upset, and he quit hunting. Oh, now wait a second. That's not the rest of the story. Oh, three, I thought year, I thought three, put three years me in touch later. This guy. Finally, I kept calling him and talking to him, telling him, everything's okay. Honest mistake. Uh, I'm to blame as much as as you are, and uh, I made him go turkey hunting again.
0: Really? So you kind of like stuck with him and, and mentored him through it. Yeah. Not mentored him, but. And he was
3: older than I was. And I was a kid back then. I was like, I think it was like two years after I got shot the first time. Around, well, I might have been eighteen or nineteen when I got shot the first time. and The second time, I was. I can't remember. Somewhere between eighteen and twenty-five, somewhere. In Is he still years. around? No, he's passed away. Hmm. But he went back turkey hunting again.
0: How did like? At what point did you? At what point in the getting shot? Like, when did the tables turn? Do you know what I mean? Like, did you immediately? I mean, so you imagine that someone accidentally shoots you, and they rush over to to comfort you yes. to like. Uh, how quickly did it become that, that you're
3: like, oh, uh, he's hurt more than I am? Immediately almost. Is that right? Because he's on the ground. He's holding his chest oh, and he's no. crying. Really? You know what I mean? I mean, he come to me immediately whenever I screamed and then he comes to me and when he gets right there on me, I stand up. He falls down to his knees. He's got his his head buried in his hands. Was that repent you know, so- Sobbing. You know, apologizing and uh I'm going, I'm fine. You know, it stung a little bit. You know, yeah, there was I've no- been
1: here before. Yeah, yeah.
3: Hell this is tell you what it did do though, it made me go find some private land to hunt. <laughs> well,
4: <laughs> if you're dead set told, on if you're
3: dead set it on me, goblins. You taught me a very important lesson about goblin in the woods. It took twice, but it finally got through.
0: On average, it takes about 30 days for a person to break their New Year's resolution. So if saving money was on your 2024 list, odds are you're already done trying. Well, luckily, I have a 100% guaranteed way to save you money this year. Just switch it over to Mint Mobile. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Choose from three, six, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to a monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash meateater. That's mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash meat eater. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, I'm kind of an afternoon hydrator. Like, you know, I wake up in the morning and drink a bunch of coffee. Then later in the day, I'm like, man, I got to hydrate. And then uh, I'll see some liquid IV, and then I'll drink a whole bunch. I like it a lot. It helps me stay hydrated because it motivates me to do it. Now, it doesn't matter if you like hydrate to live or live to hydrate. Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. It's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. And no artificial sweeteners, plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code MEATEATER at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code MEATEATER at liquidiv.com. I spend a lot of time outside, and I spend a lot of time hydrating with LiquidIV IV because, like I said, I love it, and it makes me drink like I know I should. It makes me feel great. Check it out, liquidiv.com. Meal prepping and thinking about what's for dinner all the time can be a real stressor. Well, using ButcherBox helps relieve that stress. With ButcherBox, you're always prepared with good quality meat in the freezer. It's the ultimate convenience with custom curated boxes shipped right to your door with free shipping, which means fewer trips to the grocery store. It's hard to find the same value at the store because... What store can you go to where you're going to get free protein for a whole year alongside your order? Plus, they have a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value with exclusive member deals, and they make it even easier on you with recipe inspiration, guides, tips, and hacks. With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. Butcher Box is offering our listeners their choice of weeknight meal essentials. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, you get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com meateater and use code Meateater to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Hit us with that gobble again. Wait a second. I
3: don't really understand how you're doing that.
6: <laughs> pretty amazing.
3: It comes and goes now at my age. That's halfway decent. That's pretty interesting. Let me teach you. I don't know, man.
4: Yeah, let's yes. do it. Yeah. At some point, <laughs> well, but we got
0: some other instructing to do. But yeah. Okay. So, all right, let me okay. okay. Can we get into le- all right? We'll do we'll do lesson number one now.
3: Okay, lesson number one is real simple. Say the word owl. Owl. Now say it, inhaling air. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's kind like, kind like doing the elk, elk bark bark. You will get a sore throat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Squeeze. Cow. I need to get a, I need a, Ow. I need you can a see hauls. the foundation for I need a
3: haul. That's the foundation. Yeah. yeah. You do it once, Cal.
1: Do it. Hurts.
0: Oh. Oh. Owl. Cal's on so it. So it. it's
1: owl, and then what? <laughs> in, all inhale. All inhale. Ooh, that's tough. <laughs> on, you're in you're inhaling
3: when you do that. Yes. Can we see it again? Oh.
1: Nice. Owl. Nice. Owl. nice. Owl. <laughs> Yeah, wag that tongue, Yanni. It's similar, <clears throat> like when I do an elk bark, I inhale. Oh, you can gobble. Yanni's a gifted. He's gifted at making <laughs> no, no, animal noises. No. Hey, Yanni, show, you your, show him show him the way off elk bugle. Listen <laughs> to this.
4: This
1: is an elk way off. Yeah, otherwise known as a whistle. <laughs>
0: That's where you're like, man. I don't know if I want to walk way over there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! oh
0: uh, so,
1: somehow there's like a pop in there a little bit. What's yeah? Well, I'm getting it
3: strong, and then I'm relaxed. Your larynx is a rubber band. Uh-huh. This is the analogy I'm going to use. Hear how my voice now is starting to get a little deeper? Mm-hmm. I've stretched mine so much I can't do it like what I used to could do it, and it's not dependable. But it's like I'm stretching that rubber band. Uh-huh. And then I'm letting off of it. And I'm using my tongue to <laughs> oh.
0: He even gets that microphone shaking.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh how did how how did it come to be? How did you wind up on Letterman doing turkey calling?
3: Well on November the 28th of 1953, I was hatched when I popped out of my mama and the baby doctor grabbed me by my hind legs and hit me on the knee instead of crying. That's what I did. <laughs> some say that was Thanksgiving Day. Um, <laughs> I'm an old competition caller.
0: Yeah, I even see that you were the champ of champs. I've, That's a hell of a...
3: <laughs> I've held all five different world championships, some of them multiple times. State, regional, district, grand, national, national—that's what I did. That was that—that that was my sport.
0: Can you make any money doing that? Like you don't make money. To, you don't. There's not like a purse that you win, right?
3: Well, yes and no. Oh, so there there is like it, a like it, a prize it, money. That's it, what I I didn't mean right. like
0: all the ancillary industry and all that expertise, but I mean like here's some money because
3: you won. Uh, like the the world championship at one point in time paid five thousand dollars first place. Hmm. Okay. So uh, when I started, you were lucky if you got your entry fees back and maybe uh a shotgun. And some of the guys now are like the NWTF. Um used to have a big purse, five, four, three, two, two, one.
0: Okay, let me hit you with some of these credentials. So you've won. I, I can't believe there's this many things to win.
3: Oh, it's a sport.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if and you were like a be, rodeo guy, you couldn't generate a list of wins like this. It, it
3: used to be a giant. The sport. World
0: Turkey Calling Contest. The World Natural Voice Turkey Calling Contest. And then here's like Tag Team Turkey Calling. The World Two Man Team Turkey Calling Contest. Like your throat gets so sore, you tag your buddy.
3: No, you, you're oh. doing a scenario. Oh, walk me through that. Uh, the two-man team is basically they will give you a scene, like you're walking down an old logging road. Can we do it?
0: I want to do it with you and Yanni.
3: Oh, Lord. This <laughs> this, this is hard. We practice this
0: stuff. Oh, you got to practice it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I want I you mean, to play both parts.
3: Oh, good God. And Steve will give you the scene.
0: No, yeah, but give, give me a scenario. Give me like a, a, an example of a scene uh, so I know.
3: I'm walking down a logging road in South Alabama. It's late. Uh, in the season, birds have been uh, hammered pretty hard. You locate the bird uh, with some type of a locator call. And then you commence to call the bird in. Required calls, clucks and purrs, cutting of a hen turkey, scratching in the leaves. I didn't bring my flapping scratch. Something similar and to And one
0: that. of the people, one of the... Two man is
3: playing the gobble. Whatever, whatever. You work the scenario out between the two collars. My team member, for example, in a couple of couple times I won was Chris Parrish. My team member might do a PVA woodpecker, and the bird not gobble. Oh, so you got to take it from the top. Oh Lord, you might have a wood a wood duck come whistling overhead. And then I might blow a crow call and the turkey gobbles to it.
0: What was the wood or, duck for?
3: It's setting a scene. So you're really you're responsible
1: for the whole whatever. I like it. I
3: like oh, it. So there's that. like a
1: semi that drives by in the distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, fire yeah. ants. Really? I, I even broke in one
4: time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck. I'm a little crazy
3: though. Uh, it's just what <laughs>
0: Okay, all right. Let me just here. We don't need to do the whole elaborate deal. I just want to provide a couple things. So let's do let's do this. Okay. So a wood duck flies by.
3: Um well I don't have my wood duck whistle call right. Oh,
0: now. so it's not okay. So you're allowed to bring a but how do you know what to
3: bring? Because you don't know the scenario. Well, you know what the scenario is ahead of time, and then the two guys get together and oh, we work out. So you're out. able oh. to
0: oh, so you can rehearse it's yeah, not like right. it's not like improv. No, 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 okay. no, no,
3: no. No, it might be the day of the contest.
0: Yep. Gotcha. They gave it, so that way okay. you can kind of round up what you need. For
3: example, here's a real quick.
4: Oh, oh, Yanni. Yanni blow
0: you. Do yours, Yanni. You ought to hear this
4: guy. Go. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that good. Go. So, oh, dude. Go.
0: You haven't heard this guy.
4: <laughs> no, you do a better one. You do a better
0: one than that when you're into it.
1: I can do a good crow. Okay. Do a crow. <laughs> no, you got a great owl, but you're not bringing it. I my little my little role at the end is I've I've forgotten it or lost it or something. But I can't. I've been I just that role. He's at the not. End.
0: He's just not feeling it because he's not out in okay. the woods. He can rip one.
3: And, <laughs> and and by the way, you're supposed to pay attention to this. Oh, I
0: know you and you, you, you and Clay Newcomb.
3: You, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But Yanni, go ahead. He's he's being bashful.
3: He gobbles. I tested.
0: What's it? What do you do
3: now? <laughs> Nothing. Moments later. labor. A truck rolls by. Well,
0: Oh, this is my part, man. Listen to mine. (laughs) And he goes... (laughs) I want to hear that one again. I like that drum.
3: Now, what I'm trying to paint, the picture I'm trying to paint, Uh is I have a hen. First, she cut. Tried to get excited. Okay. He did not respond. I came back with soft calling, clucking, purring, soft yupping. Then I threw a drum in there. So I'm painting a picture in the turkey... That I'm hunting, that there is a hen, but she has a non-responsive gobbler with her. This is so that So you'll
0: you you will make a you will mimic
3: something that happens in nature.
0: You'll mimic a drum to get a gobbler worked up.
3: Oh, God! Yes, that's one of my favorite calls. Really? Can you you get that one again?
0: Hmm.
1: I've never. have you, Yanni? Have you, like, uh, encountered people doing that? Very few. No, and I was, I'm surprised that we haven't heard I that know. from Guy Zuck. Yeah, well, who's, who says hello? They're, Preston? They're, who's that? Guy Zuck. He used to compete against you in okay, voice calling okay. and hello back. Oh, uh,
0: you might have whooped him. He might have whooped you. I don't know. I don't.
3: It don't matter. I haven't even gotten a they, third the
0: way through all your credentials.
3: Let me put it to you like this: nobody else will ever get the chance to. You quit. I'm retired. Oh, okay. Hung up your spurs. That's right. <laughs> so to speak. That's right. I don't have to prove it to anybody else anymore. And uh, the guys out there are a lot better than me right now.
0: Tell people what that, when he's drumming and, and spitting there, tell people what the bird's actually doing.
3: Human terminology?
0: No, just like explain, like what he's, like, the, the noise, like you made the noise, but explain, like he's doing he, a variety of things to make is, that noise. He
3: is displaying. Or he's in full strut. He's blown up is basically what he is. He's trying to make an impression on that hen that I'm the prettiest male that you have ever seen, and I want to make love to you.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I want to breed you is what I want to do. And by just drumming and not gobbling, and since the bird that I'm hunting is vocal. And if you heard when I did the cluck and purrs and I drummed, he gobbled. Yep. So now I've painted that picture in his mind There's a dude over there trying to steal his girlfriend.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I want you to tell people how the bird makes that noise.
3: You know, I don't think anybody has ever truly figured it out, whether it's coming from the body or coming from the mouth. I think it's coming from the actual, from the mouth itself. I think.
0: Because he's also beating his wings. You know, on the
3: ground. Well, now, that's a whole total different sound. Yeah, but it's like a... Where the wingtips are dragging... I think it's coming from inside of the body, and I still think it's coming from the actual mouth itself. He might be sucking in air. I don't know. I've not done that research. Uh-huh. Kareem?
5: <laughs> Mike Chamberlain. <laughs>
1: well, what about Mike Chamberlain? <laughs> well, he'll have to call in and tell yeah. us what the truth is. Yeah, church I'm, su- doing. I'm sure he knows. Well, yeah. I'm so, sucked
2: into the story now. So. <laughs> where do you go from here? So you, you're you telling this okay. turkey that's on the approach that there's a male competing for a female,
3: and he better get over here. I'm not going to gobble. I'm going to continue my yelping. If he gobbles, for example, if I'm uh... a... <laughs> that's him, okay? <laughs>
1: that's him that's the one that you're hunting that's the one i'm hunting okay okay okay
0: but in the scenario there's no okay in a two-man turkey calling scenario there's no human you're supposed to be doing like birds communicating to birds you're not replicating a hunter
3: well one is the hunter okay yes and one is the bird that i'm after
0: i got you Okay. So we're. Like, I thought you're you're creating a, a, an entirely natural scenario of how this might play out between two what? turkeys.
3: No, 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 no. I'm with you. No, we're, we're trying to harvest the birds. What we're trying to do
0: in the two man turkey in colony. the
3: two man team. Okay, and usually one person is primarily the bird that you're hunting, and one person is the hunter. But sometimes they, they get together too. Also. It just depends on what I'm trying to accomplish. So, really,
0: it's a it's a test of how two people can sort of like their vocabulary of natural noises, including turkey sounds, and how they might create the cadence and call right. response. It could be a
3: coyote back like, in the background. That could be an elk bugling, even though that doesn't happen that time of year, but it's still painting that picture, you know.
0: And the They more, do do these weird little bugles in the spring. There you, go. Yeah.
2: you have your partner uh, get real excited and then make a fly down noise and then shut oh, up for like the next oh, two Lord, and a yeah. half
1: hours. Let's
0: hear a fly down.
3: <laughs> That's a tree call. Yeah.
0: Well, she hit the ground.
4: (laughs) Let
3: me tell you what the best thing to do right here. I'm kind of lost where we're at. If he is progressively now starting to move towards you and is gobbling that much, you know what the best thing to do with this turkey collar is? Put it in your pocket. Spit it out. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) You've done enough. All you can do is educate him a little bit more now. Let me keep painting the scene on
0: your credentials. So the world man, the world two-man the, the, the world two man team turkey calling contest, the world gobbling turkey calling contest, the world all call turkey calling contest. You're the only man to only person to hold five different world titles. Other wins include seven national championships, nine national champ of champs, the U.S. gobbling champion the Grand National Gobbling Champion, and Grand National Champ of Champs.
3: <laughs> Blind hog finds an acre there down again.
0: <laughs> What's a Champ of Champs? It's like a world, it's like nationals.
3: Uh, Like the world champion of champions or the Grand National, NWTF Grand National Champion of Champions is only open to the former national or Grand National winners. Oh. So it's like if there's Six or seven world champions there, or six or seven grand national champions there.
0: They'll duke it out.
3: We duke it out,
0: and you won that. So you beat you went in and but you went in and beat the 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 whoever had accrued previous wins. Correct. Is there like a in the in the turkey calling world? um, (laughs) Do you guys all remain chummy, or are there like legitimate rivalries where people stop liking each other?
3: I like everybody. So it doesn't get ugly.
0: It doesn't get ugly. Like where you honestly don't like somebody, another caller, like a professional rivalry.
3: I come from the old days. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me see if you recognize this name, Ben Rogers Lee. No, sir. He is the, anyway, he's the father, okay? It basically is what it breaks down to, to turkey calling, to publicizing it, so on and so forth please do a little research and educate him on that. Okay. Great. Uh, there are people who don't like other people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I didn't mean like that. Like, I didn't mean it that way. I meant, I didn't mean that you don't like them, but is it when you guys get together, are you all sitting at the same table? Some of us. Okay. Or is there like, the, the, vast,
3: the vast majority? Yes. Okay. The vast it, majority. Stays, very,
0: it stays, it like, stays friendly.
3: I, I'll sit down and have a, a beer with, Chris Parrish or whoever it may be, you know, at any point in time. And and I have this saying, especially now, pass it on. Mm-hmm. Please pass it on. Uh, and I encourage any, and 99% of the competition callers are willing to help someone else. So it's a lot more positive, but very few. Now, there's some that might not show you their call because it's their, quote, secret cut you know, mm-hmm. like in their diaphragm and they don't want everybody else to get it. Yes, that goes on. But that's about the extent Got of it, it. Yeah. You know.
0: So you uh, won one of these and and then someone from uh, a producer from David Letterman was like, I need to get this guy on the show.
3: Uh actually, kinda like who was it who called? Clay's the one who called, I believe. Uh, called the NWTF, National Wild Turkey Federation. And uh They set a lot of this stuff up, whether it was Letterman, Leno, Ridges and Kelly and all the crap that I've done. It basically all came through uh, NWTF. And at one point in time, Wild Turkey Bourbon was a sponsor of the adult divisions. Like the first time that I did uh, Letterman, um, I can't remember the young lady's name, but it was uh, her father was the head brewer of Wild Turkey Bourbon uh in Canada. Mhm. And uh she basically flew us all in. Yep. And uh took care of everything. But 90% of it has been from uh, been from the NWTF that basically people would get in contact with them and ask about people. And I think I did let them three times, something like that. Do
0: you recognize though? I, I I feel like I've seen some of those segments. I'm sure you have. They're not laughing with you, maybe. I don't care. Yeah.
3: See, that that's the difference between me and a lot of people. Yeah. I don't care if you laugh with me or you laugh at me. Just laugh and enjoy life. <laughs> it's too damn short not to enjoy it.
0: Because, like, you go on there and they're kind of. Ain't no
3: kind of to it. I know exactly what I'm getting into.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like they don't—they don't care about calling in turkeys.
3: Uh, no. Nah. No, yeah. no. But that's it's like a,
0: a, but it's like a thing. It's like, it's a thing that's really hard to do, right? It's like it's exceptionally hard to do, it and you dedicate your whole life to it. But then it's like, ah, look at that dumb redneck.
3: I don't care. Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, you look at it this way: uh, football, mm-hmm. basketball, baseball, ice hockey, whatever it may be. Turkey calling is a legitimate sport. I mean, literally whenever I was actively competing all over the country, I worked out every single solitary day. I was practicing Mm -hmm. every day, even whenever I was working on the way to work, lunchtime after I got off of work, I was practicing. I was working out. I headed down to where I had calls tuned to a small room like this, to a open room. To a uh, a metal covered room.
0: You say calls tuned to those. Su- yes, really. Yes. Like what's going to sound good in the studio? What's Wh- going to sound good? in... Yeah. there you go. Huh? There you go. Do you have a um? Do you have like a pretty finely trained ear? You know, like do you hear? Do you feel that you hear music different than people hear music? Or
3: I, I I'm not going to say music, but I do on uh, uh, turkey calling. Uh, because now mostly what I do and I try to get out of it as much as I can is um I judge. And I'm literally listening for someone who can sound better than a wild turkey with absolutely zero mistakes. Mm-hmm. And that is very, very hard to accomplish because in reality in wildlife, sometimes your worst sounding caller is a hen herself. Yeah. I mean, she'll miss a note, do notes, what you would say is backwards, whatever it may be. It's just kind of like getting your tongue tired t- t- uh, and then being able to talk, just, mm-hmm. just like a human being.
0: The other day we were, uh, on a previous episode, we were playing funny, like natural sounds of very funny sounding turkeys. Or like a hen who yelps 70 sometimes in a row. Cool. Yeah.
3: I don't think I've ever heard that. Must, not have, must not never have stops.
0: Just... Doesn't stop, just does it.
3: And where was this at? Do you remember where that clip so was on well.
0: YouTube? I don't remember where it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, you just watch her I mean. standing there. I, it wasn't like, it, wasn't it seventy some yelps in a row.
4: <laughs> it looked like
0: Eastern Woods. Yeah.
3: that hmm. uh, so, real know the mouth in other words.
0: So you were mm-hmm. like you're dyslexic. Yes. To wh- how bad? Like to a, to a I don't know if crippling's the right word, but well, I, I mean, are, are you able to sit down and read a book now?
3: Yes. Yeah. But it would probably take me five times as long to read as you.
0: Was school hard?
3: <laughs> Thirteen years to graduate when it's supposed to take you twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knew what it was. But
0: what did they think it was? You weren't dumbass. trying. Yeah. Oh, you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. You
3: know, and 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 may I interject here if if you have a child that has that problem. You know, now they recognize it, they know about it, and they know how to treat it and know how to help people. Please get them help. Mm-hmm. Uh so you, was, had like,
0: you, had, you were, like, stigmatized as not being bright?
3: Correct. I ain't got no book learning.
4: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> I mean, words will flip, and I've learned how to combat it on my own, but letters and words will flip on me. I will still do certain—I'm liable to write a C backwards.
0: But it's only in reading, right? Like it's
3: not in speaking. Uh, no, speaking doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, so you,
0: when you're reading, you'll read. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It doesn't switch but I can't over. Spell. Into,
3: I cannot spell.
0: Learning to spell always remains difficult when you're dyslexic.
3: I can't spell. I, with me, huh? Right now, today. I mean, I can spell some words, but thank God for that foam. You know how do you, how do you spell sarsaparilla? You know what I mean? That's, it, yeah. Just Do you have but, si-
0: do you have siblings?
3: Uh I have one child. I have uh three stepdaughters, all of them girls.
0: No, but uh, you have brothers and sisters? I have one brother. Was he older or younger? He's older. So he was smart, and you weren't that was like the the way they viewed it. If you it.
3: think I'm gonna give Claude Pittman that compliment, you're crazy <laughs> as hell. Yes, he was very smart. uh uh-huh. Uh um Trying to remember the right. His name's Claude. 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 Yes, Yes. Uh, he's ten years older uh, than I am. Uh,
0: That's a big spread between two kids. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to tell you that story. But anyway. (laughs) And uh, and as you're growing up, your dad had. uh,
3: My dad was a fight for the plumber.
0: Had three heart attacks.
3: Oh no, he had four heart attacks, one stroke, and the fifth heart attack killed him.
0: What age were you when that was growing on, going on?
3: I would have been in my 20s, late 20s. Yeah.
0: Was he a turkey hunter?
3: No. Was not. Was Claude? No. He wouldn't walk across the street for the biggest buck or the biggest turkey. But if you give him, he was a draftsman is what he was. Uh, if you gave him a basket full of parts to put an automobile or a car together, uh, I mean, or a motorcycle, he's your man. Mm-hmm. And that was his hobby. Uh, like I said, primarily he was a draftsman in Texas. Who got you into it then? Here we go. Back in the old days, we had families. I get to preach. I get to stand on my little right now. We had families that did things together. There were no cell phones. There was not internet. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was families getting together and doing things together. And they had a little day in Carthage, Mississippi, the 4th of July celebration, And at that celebration, they had a turkey-calling contest, a duck-calling contest, a hatchet-throwing contest, archery contest, skeet contest, uh, grease-pig contest, grease-pole, old-time country day.
0: Competitive bunch of
3: (laughs) folks. There you go. (laughs) Figure that one out. Uh, And my family took me there. Uh Uh-huh. And I was, uh, oh, yeah, in a fishing rodeo. I was uh, 12 years old, and I won the fishing rodeo and found out I was two years too old. It stopped at age 10. And I met—now, <laughs> don't get this wrong. My dad was a great hunter. Yeah. He was a bird hunter, quail, back when we had quail in the South, yeah. and deer hunter. He was a dog man. Uh, we, uh,
0: what was—we had a thing in our—quail
1: th- since 1962? Oh. Down what percent? Oh. 83 it said. That's stunning, man. How about 99?
0: <laughs> 83%. I think it's like a national decline in quail. Since there's the no 60s. doubt.
1: There's no doubt.
0: Yeah. Sorry, we're going
3: Okay. Met a gentleman by the name of Jack Dudley
0: mm-hmm. who was
3: a natural voice caller and at that point in time was the state champion. And it was like competition turkey calling. I love to hunt. I'm gonna meet this guy. And I was kind of like a little leech. I attached myself to him. Mm -hmm. And he mentored me and brought me up to the point to where through telephone and him doing some very small, you know, instructional, like the Gunner Real Sportsman's Club, uh, turkey hunt is just starting to be talked about. Okay.
1: What year is this?
3: Let's see. I graduated in 72. It would have been in the late 60s. Mid to late 60s is where it would have been at. And uh, I learned with my natural voice. And at that point in time, if I heard a sound, give me enough time and I could reproduce it. I can't do it anymore, though. So don't, don't go there with me. I'll be throwing up on your mic. Uh, I came back at the age 16. And they didn't have junior contests, so you said the Mississippi State Turkey Calling Championship. And when I walked off the stage, I was the state champion. And oh, yeah? All the old farts, like I'm an old fart right now, is going, where did that little shit come from?
0: <laughs> well, what, you were 16? 16 years old. No kidding. And from H- there, How old were you when you killed your first turkey? Nine. Oh, I see. So you didn't, that's what I was curious about. You didn't... um it was you didn't go like turkey calling, <laughs> you didn't go turkey calling, turkey hunting. You went turkey hunting, turkey calling. Like yes you were already interested in turkeys.
3: Yes and no. The first bird that I ever killed in the statute of limitations should be gone by then was illegal. God forgive me. Everybody forgive me. Uh I've done some things that I shouldn't have done in my younger days, but I got educated. You know, when
0: you're nine years old, everybody does. Okay. Do
3: I got my ass tore up too. Um uh, At thirteen, I started trying to turkey hunt. Okay, well, tell me
0: about the one you got when you were nine. Just out of season, or
3: yeah? Okay, I ain't gonna tell you everything. (laughs) Uh,
0: I mean, (laughs) come on, no one's gonna, no one's gonna hold that. That's more of a parent. That's more of a parenting issue than (laughs) a. Oh, I got my rear
3: end tore up because of that. Uh, But at thirteen, I started trying to turkey hunt. Fourteen, I was somewhat of a turkey hunter. Fifteen, I'm beginning to think I'm a turkey hunter. Sixteen, I win the state championship. Uh, man, I'm a turkey hunter. God, was I so wrong. I didn't even have the foundation laid good. It, it, this, it, about the time you think you've got her figured it out, mm-hmm. you die. Got it. It's a lifetime. Yeah. It's a ever evolving. I still learn stuff. If not every day, every season.
0: Give me a, um, give me a turkey hunting tip, whether, whether it involves calling or not. Like if you're going to say like, you know, looking back on life, I realize.
3: The most important thing that I have learned in my career is to pay attention to what is going on around you. Not only with your eyes, but more so with your ears. Your ears can tell you more of what is happening than your eyes or anybody else or all the YouTubes and everything else that is out there that is available. Example, I'm calling to a bird. He's actively gobbling to me. He's actively getting closer to me. He shuts up. Is he coming or is he going? Because he's doing one of the two things. One rabbit comes running by me real fast. What's going on with the turkey, Steve? He's coming. No, he's not. Ah. <laughs> Why is he not coming? He spooked
1: him to Co- you. Uh, no, a coyote spooked him and Thank the Thank you very turkey. much.
2: Hey,
3: you're welcome.
1: Calvin, save <laughs> Yes, he did. He figured it out. I threw a my predator, voice over there.
4: A oh.
3: predator <laughs> is chasing... <laughs> A predator is—there's a good chance 15 minutes later— That's not what I think happened. If he doesn't show up, (laughs) a predator is chasing—is in the area because he's chasing that rabbit.
0: The Uh, The
3: opposite would apply if two rabbits come by. Then one's a male and one's the female, and you know what's going on. Hold your ground as long as you need to. Scratching the leaves a little bit, do a little soft yelp. Because he's right behind that big brush over there. Another. Example. And the running
0: rabbits are just a breeding pair.
1: Yeah.
3: Gotcha. Pay attention to that blue jay, that magpie, whatever it may be. Crows, those are talking to you and telling you what's going on mm-hmm. and what's happening in life. Just like Clay's trying to get you better with a crow call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh,
0: he paid you he get, for that. He, huh? He paid you for that.
3: No, no. <laughs> No, but he brought no. He wanted to do that. Seriously, you can use this crow call right here mm-hmm. in turkey hunting. Here's your real quick example.
0: Why do you always put it in backwards and flip
3: it? I'm motioning it. Okay. That's a diaphragm call. I just said a scene in that gobbler's mind and put a lot more realism into it. But now, if you notice, I held the crow call up. Mm-hmm. I am acting as if a crow is aggravating that hen turkey down here. Ah. It can be done with a quail whistle. It can be done with the squirrel just jumping up on the side of the tree and doing a short bark, not a long bark, and not the old fussing. <laughs> You know, because that means predator. So is paying attention to everything that's going on around you mm-hmm. will only step you 10 steps ahead. The Colin, I ain't worried about it. Heck, they can sound like you can still kill
0: a <laughs> Oh, I've proven that, dude. Yeah.
3: You haven't got to be.
0: No, yeah. You're welcome, shitty, Clay. Like, it's like. St-
3: All right, I've got Clay's digs in there, so I'm going to leave it alone after that. The, I'm totally it,
0: with you because I've even heard really good callers yes. say that really good callers say it's, it's Collins 10% of the game. Yes. yes. Do you think it's higher than that, though? Because I've seen, like, this dude, Guy Zuck.
3: There, there, there are situations.
0: This dude, Guy Zuck, it, it's really un- – I've never been in the woods with you. I'm sure I'd be this, the same or better. But this dude, Guy Zuck, I don't know, man. Um. It, it makes it seem like Collins is way higher than 10%. There
3: are situations, yes. But you give me a good – Woodsman mm-hmm. who has great woodsmanship ability and has the basic knowledge of a wild turkey that can go, and that's all he can do mm-hmm. as far as a call. I'll take him 10 times over. I will a world champion caller who is strictly into the sport and is not any that I know of, strictly to win a contest and not hunt I'll take that woodsman ten times over someone who can call the best in the world.
0: You know who you might take even over that? Who's that? Is a person that uh lives on a property and has a shitload of trail cams out. Cause they're like, they hear a gobble. Like if I'm out with my friend Doug on his place, like the guy he's tromped around the same patch of ground his entire life, right? I hear a gobble and I'm like, oh, it's over yonder. I, Doug's I, like, oh, you know where that is? He's standing by that one tree. That he usually goes from there over to that other tree, yes, yeah. <laughs> Let's run over there, right? And I'm like, "That is that good turkey hunting, that, or is that just surveillance?
3: That's the new young farts. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad, I'm not saying that. No, I don't think it's bad, it's just different. It's there, you go, yeah, it's different. But that's why what? I feel like it, But wait a second now. You have impressed me as an outdoorsman. You've impressed me as someone who understands woodsmanship. What has that person who is strictly relying on their cameras, what have they learned?
0: Well, I think that they have the joy. I think that they feel the joy of discovery the same way that I would feel the joy of discovery. I think that they like that they're they're finding things out that and, and the process pleases them. That makes you want to get your turkey call out.
3: No, I just want to shut up. Hmm. <laughs> that's fine. That's not my way.
0: Yeah. I don't want to steal their humanity.
3: I, that's fine. I'm being nice. Yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't use that.
0: No, but you bit your tongue metaphorically to the point where you almost put your turkey call in. You're mm-hmm. like, the only way to not reply is to put my turkey call in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> ensuring you experience every one of the benefits of nature's superfood in a clean, convenient, taste-free capsule. Find out more at heartandsoil.co and make sure to use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. That's heartandsoil.co. Use the code MEATEATER. Hey, everybody. I'm talking here about Montana Knife Company from our very own state of Montana. This company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmiths in the world, Josh Smith, who over recent months I've become friends with. And my God, have I learned a lot about knives from this guy. Just a phenomenal hometown company that makes world-renowned knives. Josh has been making knives for 30 years. You get one of these knives up and open it, it is sharp like something that came from outer space. And here's the deal. They make knives that can be sharpened. You can work on these knives. If you don't want to work on them, you send it to them and they'll work on it. They'll get it sharp. Phenomenal hunting knives. If you want to see them in action, we just did, uh, me and uh, John Hayes, the taxidermist, just did a video about how to properly skin a black bear. Um, Watch that video, and in that video, you'll see Montana Knife Company knives in action. MKC products usually sell out in minutes of being released, which is true. But now, for the first time, they're dabbling with having knives in stock on their site. So right now, you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0 or the Ultralight Speed Goat. Use code MEATEATER, and you get 10% off your first order. Montana Knife Company, working knives for working people, 10% off with the code MEATEATER. That's a good deal. On X Hunt is always striving to help make hunters more successful in the field each season. This hunting season, they will have a bunch of new features to help you on your next hunt. These features include new aerial imagery options like Leaf Off, recent imagery updated every two weeks with historic look back and imagery on demand. On top of that, OnX is reinventing the trail camera market by syncing your hunt app with multiple cell camera manufacturers and helping organize and analyze your photos. You can also now view your maps in Dash when driving to your next hunting location. These are just a few of the many updates OnX has for this hunting season. Try OnX Hunt free for seven days. Or go to onxmaps.com slash hunt and use code MEATEATER for 20% off your new OnX Hunt membership. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the app I use most. I love it. I cannot picture life without it. Use code MEATEATER for 20% off on your new OnX Hunt membership. Get, uh, get Samantha. Uh, I want you to get her. You, could, you can get way to make a call, a sound.
3: No. Okay. We, we're going we're gonna to do something. Sweetheart, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to lean your head backwards and open up your mouth and let me look inside your mouth.
6: Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Now, do you know what I'm doing?
0: Checking she's got tonsils.
3: No.
6: They're gone.
3: I am seeing no. the size of the roof of her <laughs> mouth. Got it. The one major problem that adults have is that a frame or a turkey call is too large okay there are frames that are small frame calls okay that will sit up into the roof of your mouth do you want to try the hardest thing that there is which is diaphragm
0: no that's what we're here for
3: okay
6: well i want to understand first what the diaphragm calls for specifically
3: okay the diaphragm calls what you see me right here with
6: these things, it, yes,
3: it is an app. Put that sucker down. It is an apparatus. He wants to
0: get you one out of that chew tin he's got there.
3: <laughs> no,
4: <laughs> no, those
3: are the holy grail. No, uh, the object is is for that call to become part of the roof of your mouth. Do not swallow, it hurts when it goes down, it hurts worse when it comes out.
4: You've Have eaten you a few.
3: <laughs> oh, yes. Well,
0: you've oh, got yes. them stuck in your throat? Oh, yes. Oh. Huh. Man, I've never even come close to that. I think I must be not trying hard like enough. Like I said, it
3: hurts worse when it comes out. I bet you. Than when it oh. goes down. So be very careful. Have you ever played with a diaphragm before?
6: Uh, a little bit.
3: I want you to throw all that away.
6: Okay, well, I mean, he's the should... one that taught me. <laughs>
3: I don't care.
0: I'm all scarring. When, when you say throw it all away, like all this prior knowledge, all the bad habits. I got
3: to grab something.
0: Yep. He's gonna grab a pallet extender.
3: <laughs> okay, he just produced a bottle of water. Empty. No, that's for that's for something a little bit later. On. Oh. Okay.
0: That's your that's your chew spit bottle. Yep. How many more of those you got in there? Can I have one? <laughs> I got plenty. Let me see one. I just want to follow along. He's rummaging through a bag. Oh. Digging
2: diaphragm calls out. It's like Mary Poppins. We don't know how how far the bag goes.
4: It's never exactly. ending.
0: A full crystal lampshade. He's got a tooth. He's got a toothbrush in that bag. He's got a giant sack of calls. On, all right. So Sam gets a bright new shiny uh, packaged call.
3: The first thing I want you to do is say the word Chuck. 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 Say it again. Say it the third time. Chuck. Say it now when you say it the fourth time, I want you to tell me where the tip of your tongue is at. Chuck. No, it ain't.
6: <laughs>
3: Where's it at? Where's it at? Chuck.
6: Uh the the roof of my mouth.
3: No, it's not. Chuck. Put take Look. now take the tip of your tongue and put up in the roof of your mouth and try to say chuck and mm. hold it there. Oh, mm. Chuck. Chuck Chuck. Chuck.
6: So it's like behind my teeth.
3: Right. It's at okay. the bottom behind your teeth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can you feel how your um, tongue has a Chuck. curvature to it? Well,
0: yes. oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Chuck.
6: Yeah. Chuck. You can't do it's it. hard to tell
0: where your tongue is. Okay. It is very it's easy. hard to like describe where your tongue sits.
6: I know. It's not like an anatomy, piece of anatomy you focus now, on. Now,
3: what I want you to do is Chuck, I want Chuck. you to go, chu, 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 chu. not saying the word, but go, push the mirror out. Chuck, there you go. Chuck. There you go. Now, I want you to This take, frame's too big for me. This, this, <laughs> I can solve that. That might be a little bit large, but just the way I- This way. Now, I want to go in the roof of your mouth. Now, I want you to do- ch- ch- <laughs> Keep going. Push it up a little bit tighter.
6: In my mouth? I want the roof of my mouth?
3: Yes. Okay. You want the air to go in between the tongue and the collar. Okay, you see how your mouth is kind of open like this?
6: Well, I don't see it.
3: But. Okay, well, <laughs> y- y'all, her her mouth is a little bit open. Try to narrow it a little bit more.
6: Mm-hmm. Oh, I had I had my tongue in the wrong place.
4: Okay,
3: but you're well on your way right there. You do this for me.
6: Spit it on this. <laughs>
3: Oh, you're going to spit and you're liable to choke and you're liable to do everything else just for the fun. Okay, there you go. Now here, 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 you're getting a higher. You're making a noise now. You're making okay. a higher note. Think of a kid that has gotten a piece of balloon, y'all, and I'm holding this, I guess yep, he was I'm saying, with you. horizontally on each mm. end and stretching it. The more that he or she would stretch it, the higher the note. Now, let's take and imagine if I move that vertically, that's what you're doing with your tongue. You're stretching that piece of rubber. The basic hand note is a two-note, a high and a low. Yep, 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 yep. So you're. that's the reason why I use the analogy of the word chuck, mm-hmm. because it starts out with your the, the mid part of your tongue on the collar and then comes off of it. You may even drop your jaw slightly. If you are losing air and you are losing air on the side. Preston,
0: throw that in and do an exaggerated version of what you're talking about. Let's slow down.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Just for the fun of it, this is not a real good beginner's call.
0: Not a good beginner call?
3: What I got in my hand. See if that feels more comfortable. It might be easier. It might be harder.
6: Oh, it's, it's a lot smaller. Correct. Where is it supposed to sit in my mouth? Up in the roof of your mouth.
3: <laughs> I think that call is going to be too small. So Let's small go back ones. to the other. Okay. Give me one of them small ones.
6: You, you actually <laughs> sounded good. I just looked this one looked like
0: <laughs> um, I'll give it. After people use them, I usually like to give them a couple minutes. Fair. <laughs> and then I feel like everything died. <laughs> when it's <laughs> not warm anymore, you're good to go. It's like, what could survive that?
6: <laughs> okay. And on my tongue. Up in the roof of my mouth. Correct. There oh, you
4: go. Wow. That was a yell. There you go.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Pump that tongue, drop that jaw.
6: Am I still saying Chuck? Basically. Okay. I mean, it, it will
3: evolve. Yeah. Okay? It'll evolve.
6: Once I understand it.
3: Once you understand it, once you get the feel of it.
0: I now, never, I've never. i never, I want to point out, I've never taught anyone in my life to, to even try, but I remember... um the, I think someone was explaining the Chuck thing because, like, uh, you have to move your mouth.
3: Mm-hmm. Move your mouth and or either drop your jaw.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, a hard, right? Because you're so focused on, like, holding that thing there. Exactly. that You pretty, you got, like, your jaws moving around.
6: And I thought the, you weren't supposed to move your mouth. No. But that, obviously <laughs> people, I'm not at that level. <laughs> like, like,
0: <laughs> that's what was hard. It was hard. That was, like, a thing for me when I was first kid. I was, like, I don't understand because I, I can't. Like I can't move my mouth because so I'm holding the damn thing. Yeah, some people right? can. Some yeah. people it's like confusing. Yeah.
3: Okay, if you need to drop your jaw, this reason why I was saying drop your jaw that helps you get that second note.
4: <laughs>
0: There's a note.
6: I think it's hard because, it, yeah, I feel like you have to hold everything together, but then you're also, how do you drop your jaw and keep your tongue You're doing right it every up? time you talk. <laughs> oh,
3: watch me. I'm talking to you right now, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Look at my jaw. It's not my jaw dropping right
6: now. It definitely is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not holding this in your mouth. Oh, do I get another one?
3: Try that. Quite a little stack
0: of those Try things.
6: Christmas.
3: Now, before you ask, you just played a piano. I just handed you a, a trumpet. But I could have handed you a trombone or a set of drums or whatever. What I'm telling you are different calls are made by all manufacturers different ways to produce a particular sound. And I compare it to music because that is a musical instrument that you have in Mm -hmm. your mouth. Try the yellow call.
6: Well, real quick. So they have different shapes.
3: No. The tape on the exterior part is the same. I had you a basic double reeded nick. Call okay. I now handed you my favorite call mm-hmm. that is a three weed batwing with a 0.003 thousandths rubber on it. And I won't tell you the stretch, that's my secret. Well, you put the call in your mouth,
4: mm-hmm.
3: just go <laughs> now go. Is that call sealed in the roof of your mouth? It looks to me like it's floating all over the place. Does
6: it have to be seal, sealed? Sealed to push it up
3: to the roof of your mouth? It now you probably need to cut that call down a little bit.
6: Oh, it's a fat. Uh, right. Yeah, like no air. No air is supposed there to go, go over it.
3: Oh, the air goes. Like I said, the air goes in between the
6: tongue. There you go. Got it.
0: You you don't want pressing you don't want any air to ride over the top of the call.
6: Absolutely not. All air has to
0: be funneled between the tongue and the call. Correct.
6: Somehow I was told that it shouldn't be in the roof of my mouth.
3: No, it goes (laughs) Cal told you
6: that. Yeah. (laughs) There's
0: tension.
3: I mean, I, I have seen people clamping in their teeth. I don't like that way, and they're limited in and what get a noise they can out do it? and actually get a noise out huh. of it. Huh. I mean, think about the Indians; even they used to the peach leaf. Yeah, you know, they're like, awesome. Yeah, okay. now you guys, right, don't drop it quite as much. There you go. Now do that quickly. Not quite. There you go. Oh. Go, 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 go. Give me 15 of those
0: in a Uh, row. Oh,
4: yep.
3: Oh yeah. Give me 77.
0: (laughs) Okay. You're
3: all all there now. You're well on your way. Okay. Think about this. If I told you like this right here... Or if I open my mouth up a little bit more, Mm I I try to talk, my mouth wide open, I'm not funneling the air over the collar. You can create a sound chamber with your mouth. So you are constantly opening your mouth up completely. Mm -hmm. You're letting the air escape around the collar. Now that you've learned to seal it, learn to use your mouth. Don't do anything else but a yelp, period. Until you can put that call in your mouth or either one of those calls in your mouth and do exactly what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Don't start trying to learn how to cluck, how to purr, how to fly down cackle, how to keep a bull crap, build your base foundation. Just like a human being can use one word and say three totally different things. I can go, Hey, (laughs) or I can go, Hey, or I can go, Hey, (laughs) you can do that all with one sound, Mm -hmm. just like a human can do it all with one word. Mm -hmm. So just get comfortable, learn how to get the sound uh, uh, right each time. You can go to the internet. Don't think you got to copy somebody, but they'll give you that rhythm. Hey, Preston, can you do me a favor? Yes, sir.
0: The hey, hey, hey thing's interesting to me. Yeah. Can you give me the Yelp equivalent of each hey? (laughs) Okay, I'll do the hey. Hey. Then there's
4: hey.
0: <laughs> and then there's uh. How do the other one go? It's like a seductive. It's like a seductive hey, like hey. <laughs> hey.
3: That's
0: seductive. Yeah. That's, Preston
3: kind of gets a, that's
2: a, string. a hen neck look that's right. to his neck. you got to put your body into yeah. it.
3: That's a string bikini walking down the beaches of Florida. Got <laughs> it. Let me hit with that one again.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my God. Look at her. <laughs> huh. Or him.
4: I <laughs> Are
0: there more Hayes?
3: That's your three basics. That's
0: three basic. That's three basics. So if you could, if you were to learn one thing, like if if, if Sam was going to learn one thing, she should learn that. Yep.
3: Learn to yell. It's the base foundation of everything. Like I told her, until until you can put pick up a collar, put a collar in your mouth, whatever it may be, until you learn control over that collar, that that collar is doing exactly what you want it to do. You do not need to move on and try to learn either a different caller and or either a different sound. You build upon that is what you do, because in reality, that basic hen yep he is the most heard note. I said heard by human beings. Mm-hmm. Note that is out because you there. don't
0: hear all the crazy noises they make when they walk through the
3: woods. You you don't hear the soft stuff. Yeah. My favorite type of calling is what I call very relaxed. That little
0: wee wee one is one of the weirdest noises. Yeah.
3: But I'm totally relaxed. There's no aggression. There's no predators here. I'm not excited. Uh, You're just a turkey. I'm a turkey completely. I'm whispering sweet nothings into his ear. I might even occasionally... might mix a little something in there with it just to pump it up to say, you're the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Come on over here. I want to date you. Mm
4: -hmm.
6: I just had a quick question. So if you weren't able to do the diaphragm calls, like this is my second season turkey hunting. Okay. It's very new. What else would I do then?
3: You could use a box call. You could use a pot call. Uh, Most people would tell you to go with – a pot call, because of its versatility, mm-hmm. but for the ease of use, I still like a box call, really? Well, I mean, if it's a decent box call, I know I have to paint this picture, and right, I'm gonna slide the lid over then all I'm gonna do is take one finger if it's a Pretty dec- easy it's a if it's a decent box call, the box call. Is going to do the work for you. Okay. Most people take a box call and they grab it way too hard. Okay.
0: Bam. Yeah, I never thought about that. I'm I'm holding the box and just simply taking a finger and moving the lid. That's correct. And you got a complete (laughs) yell.
4: Now, did you hear a
3: difference in the sound? So you learn how to play. We call this a piano. Now watch what six and a half and listen. Pass
1: that over to Sam.
3: I just got more excited, mm-hmm. and all I did is I put a little bit more pressure on it, and I completed it all the way over from the right side to the left side.
0: Yeah, play the left. Play the left side.
3: No, play it, the. It doesn't matter. Shoot over this way. Oh. the side. Never pick the lid up. Watch. Mm-hmm. do the old one finger. There you go. Okay. Don't pick it up. Don't pick it oh, up. Oh, don't pick it up. Always lift the lid, chip. All right. Watch, watch how far I'm going. You're getting all aggro on it, man. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not coming all the way over here. Perfect.
6: Okay.
3: Perfect, but that'll do.
6: That will do.
3: I I said that's perfect, but that'll do.
6: (laughs) Don't go beyond that yet. (laughs) If I was scouting for a turkey, what would that be like? The noise that I would make to try and find them.
3: I would always start off with a locator call first.
6: Oh, what's that? Now, what
3: that means is is I'd use an owl hooter, crow call, pileated woodpecker. Uh, uh, You're getting an actual dip out now. (laughs) You're not supposed to tell everybody. In other words, I've gone my limit, but I can still do anything I need to do. That's a healthy
4: jaw. Well,
3: that's a bit little one. (laughs) (laughs) My face mask has a hole cut in it right here.
0: So you can spit? Yep. Keeps probably sanitized around that edge.
3: Well, Ma, whenever he gets in real close and they can't spit, I have been known to let it run down, too.
1: So uh, let me ask you another turkey question. Hold on. I want to know, can you run a diaphragm with a dip in? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that's yes. that's incredible that's incredible they should have you on a talk show to do that
1: oh it may it might With even sa- it might even sound better it might we opens should... it up a little bit but i do not want any of you kids
3: out there to put this crap in your mouth no
0: we tell them all the time you maybe you might make the cover of that magazine someday dip aficionado uh,
3: probably if i make the cover of that it'd be probably without a lip <laughs>
0: oh. um I want, I want to ask you a turkey question and it has to do with turkey calling. Do the do an alarm putt. What like what is it about but watch. Yeah, but what is it about that, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it about that sound that's so like, uh-oh, you know? When they have other sounds that are, are like it, is just is just—is it like it's isolated, it's sort of like the intensity and isolation of it? Basically, yes. You but, know what I'm saying? Because it's not that but, different from a normal sound.
3: But but you can turn that, that if, if I had a gobbler 60 yards in front of me and a hen came in from the left and all of a sudden she puts. You know what I'm going to do?
4: Hmm.
0: Like turn it back into something.
3: Turn it into cutting, because cutting and a putt are so close together you can't hardly tell the difference.
0: Yeah, that's what I, that's what that's what I was getting at. It's like it's funny that, it, but it rings in your ear after you hear it a couple of times. Yes. You're like, like
3: that's it. You know what it is when yeah. you hear
0: it. Yeah, but then someone sitting there wouldn't know how disappointed you were unless you told them.
3: Well, I I always if something if the situation happens of course, if it's a hen. Like you' yeah because you you're, just, you're putting gobbler. the gobbler at ease but i'll I'll do it to a gobbler if he came in and oh you'll oh yeah I'll start cutting on top of him and I'm not liable to even gobble at him
4: like you'll I'll cut on top of him. his alarm putt oh yeah okay
3: it works about one out of every mm, 25 times okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in the other scenario you're talking about you were basically she's gonna she comes in and busts you it's like that's over with but you got a gobbler off in some other direction and you're trying to Put his mind at ease. Yes. Yeah.
3: But now I've turned into a very aggressive hen.
0: Yeah. So uh, he's like, oh, I thought she putted, but I she just worked up. I will even spook
3: a hen sometimes, purposely.
0: To get her out of there.
3: So she won't go to him. I got gotcha. you. Mm. I mean, if, if 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 you've already got your arm around or pass that with a, 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 are you married? Oh, yeah. Before you were married. With a good looking girl. And there's another one over yonder. Are you going to? leave her and go to her, I got everything I want right here. Yeah. You're married. Yes. How long have you been married? About 22 years. 22? We don't keep up with it. 22, 23, something like that. Yeah. Let me see your ring. That's my dad's ring. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's jeweled. Oh, it's got some little bit of diamonds in it. I mean, very small diamonds. Yeah. But I just feel honored to wear it. Oh, cool. I, I I do wanna say this and we started this while ago a little bit. In the old days families did things together. We went to we went fishing, we went hunting, we had an old camp that had no running water that you pumped like that. Mm-hmm. That you used a five gallon bucket to go to the bathroom and went out into the woods. You know. And those were great times. My dad was a big hunter, a big fisherman, setting trot lines for for flatheads. Um uh, he's one of the few people that I know that on a cover your eyes, I know of him killing three hen quail in his life. He would pick out the the cocks and shoot the males only. Hmm. Um, we were big deer dog hunters back then when I was a kid. My mama went with us. It was a family outing. My Thanksgivings, my Christmases uh, were spent in the woods. Uh, with a pack of dogs and Uncle Lewis Aunt Dovey Uncle Dutch you know Donald my cousin it was a it was it was a family thing we did things together and it wasn't on these blankety blank cell phones yeah you feel that's going away I feel like it's almost all gone away I don't see it do you
0: yeah I feel like I see a version of it
3: the best thing that a young person Like, I don't can think do you're
0: with, gonna you know I, what? I don't think you're gonna the best you're going to shoot for is a version of it.
3: Uh, like you're not going you, to
0: like, wage a successful war against technology.
3: Well, but the best thing in the world to do is from time to time, these kids need to put these cell phones down and their iPods and all that crap and go for a walk in the woods, if nothing else, and see God's greatest creation, and that is the outdoors.
0: I agree wholeheartedly, man. And
3: Mama and Daddy needs to go with them or Peepaw, which is what I am, I mean, my my greatest challenge this year is, one, for my 13-year-old granddaughter, Caitlin, to be able to harvest her first bird with me. Uh,
0: That's what you're going to go do right now,
3: huh? As soon as I get back, uh, I'll I'll start hunting with her. I want her to get a bird, and I want uh, Colonel Tom Kelly to be able to harvest a bird. Do you have any uh, restrictions on
2: what your granddaughter well, uh, harvest, of you, Are you like y'all got to get a big Tom, or nah. is Jake okay, or or how do well, you guys do it? Well,
3: there's. If you, uh, are you against Jake shooting? Uh, I I will not purposely shoot a Jake, and in the state of Mississippi, a Jake is illegal.
0: Oh, yeah. except
3: for the youth. And, oh,
0: that's cool. And Caitlin just like an extra bird nine kids. That seems like a little unreasonable, man. I, if,
3: if he's got a cook, cuckab- as we say, if he's got a cuckoo bird on his chest, uh, kill him. <laughs> But we are hunting Houdini. We have a particular bird, Houdini. She named him. That uh, we went in on because of COVID uh, 17 times last year. Now, you got to realize I own 48.
0: Oh, you mean because you were stuck hunting the same spot close to home? Yes. So you just had to keep working the same bird who's like not having it.
3: And sometimes he's on my land. Sometimes he's on somebody else's land. No. Here's a very good tip. For adults trying to get the youth into it, uh, make sure that they are very comfortable and have maneuverability with that gun. I had her in a 20-gauge, and it was a youth 20-gauge, mm-hmm. and even though I was toting it in and out of woods for her, I didn't carry a gun, uh, it was too heavy for her. She's small and petite, and like I had the bird in gun range, I think, three different times, Uh, one time we had him at 21 steps. I'm looking at, uh, a true trophy bird with over an inch and a half spurs. Cause I'm looking at his spurs going, oh my God, you know, kill him, sweetie, kill him. Uh, Give me that gun, kid. No, she's earned. She's (laughs) earned this bird. Uh, and she couldn't move the gun. I tried to make her move the gun. Of course, you know what happened. See you bye. Yeah. So we had three opportunities, uh, She did have a shot on uh, uh, granddaddy's land, um, and it was a little far, and I wasn't with her. And here again, trying to hold the gun on the side of the tree, she missed. Mm. But that's okay. You know what I mean? Everybody misses from time to time. It happens. Uh, But we had a good time, and she's earned this bird. But whoever comes up that is a legal bird... Kill him. Shoot him. She's earned him. Mm -hmm. She deserves a turkey. Do you feel that that bird's still alive? Houdini is still alive. Well, you saw him over the winter? I've got pictures of him, yes. Oh, you're one of those guys. (laughs) (laughs) I have two cameras. You're like, listen,
0: sweetheart. (laughs) If he's by that tree, (laughs) he always goes over to that tree.
4: No
3: comment. He comes through here every day. (laughs) Every day at 1057, (laughs) He's well, standing we out in front of me. My, my, my cameras are down right now. <laughs> but and he's, he's, not, he's not there. He wasn't there whenever I left. Because, Steve, you had a, a situation
2: last year, I, I think, right? Where you were like, well, were we hunting turkeys or were we hunting what follows this fence?
4: Yeah. Because <laughs> yes.
2: what we did was sit next to a fence.
3: Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> here are my rules in turkey hunting I hunt legally, morally, and ethically, correct. I just can't help it. My morals get a little bit low during turkey season. Ah, uh, I'm with you. That little devil gets on my shoulder. Yeah. And whenever he kicks my rear end, uh, I do not have time to tell you all the stories that eventually I will put in the book. But I am the, I call myself the new breed. I've got a lot of the old school in me, and I've got a lot of the new school in me. Cut and run or sit in one spot. I can do whatever needs yeah, to I got be you. done. Physically, I can't do everything I one When way.
0: you say like the the, I adapt that when you're turkey hunting it gets the best. you mean and there's uh there's a desire to 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 do it and get the thing?
3: How about three years on one bird?
0: Years. You spent three years on one bird. One bird. Yeah. One bird. You uh-huh. know what's funny is I don't look at them that way. I know like you know deer yeah. and stuff like that for sure, but I yeah I just don't see turkeys that way.
3: You're, you're the cut and run person. Oh, I, yeah. That's why I want you to Mississippi. You might get that, but you might not.
0: Meaning, if let's say there's some bird. I'm like, oh, you know, I've tried to get him a bunch of times. And I see some other one over there. I but I just very easily turn to that one. You know what I mean? I don't I, get I, like I, a sense I, of.
3: I'm not saying I won't. Yeah. But I'm going to come back to him because that is the teacher. Sure. That is where you get your education from not from me not from the internet but from the bird himself he will teach you how to hunt those are the kind that whenever you harvest them you want to reach down grab a hold of his head open up his mouth and go and give him mouth to mouth resuscitation and him come back to life and let's do it again Mm -hmm. teach me some more those are the birds that i have more i have respect for all wildlife but those are the birds You know the Houdini's, uh, uh, the Statue of Liberty bird, the snorkel bird.
0: Yanni's bird, Sneaky Pete. You know, Yanni got obsessed with a bird one time. Yes, yes, yes. To the point where he went back trying to look for it it, instead of going doing something else and stuff uh like that. Uh
3: huh. Uh huh. God, did you get a lesson? Whether you killed him or not, didn't you get a lesson? Didn't you learn some stuff? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, let's bring him back to life. If we couldn't do it all over again, teach me some. Yeah, more. I did, never he, killed
1: him.
0: Yeah, he got so desperate, he'd go. go, he'd go get by uh he'd go get by the tree and not do anything. Done that. He just wants <laughs> to get him. He's like, I don't care if I call him. It wasn't like he wanted to call him. He just wanted to get him.
3: Without going, and he's like
0: the one thing that isn't going to work is calling him, So I'm just going to go sit okay. quiet.
3: <laughs> Without going through the whole story, I'll give you the finale. I cut off a piece of reed cane go to breathe up underneath the water and get in a creek bed. First thing I did is I sucked the little stuff that's inside a piece of reed cane. Yeah. And I had to stick my head up underneath the water and cough so I wouldn't make too much noise. Then I snorkeled down because during squirrel season, I remembered there was a little point on the creek and he was on the sandbar. I snorkeled down to that little point, eased my head up and looked, and he's way too far. I knew if I called to him what he would do. He would haul butt the other way because he'd been hunting so I'd hunting so hard and so had other people. So what I did is I took my fingers and I started flicking leaves up in the air and clucking and purring and scratching in the rhythm that a hen does. So then visually whenever he looked towards the sound, he saw those leaves and thought there was a real hen just on the other side of that bluff. He walked out my gun barrel. That's an inch and a half bird, bird,
1: and I killed him. But there's <laughs> a lot more to that story. <laughs> Do you uh, carry decoys into the woods, yes. Preston? Yes.
0: You're not afraid of decoys. No. No, I don't mean afraid. Of, you don't. You don't disapprove of them. No. Hmm.
3: Now, if Preston goes by himself, which is a rarity now, uh, I normally have my tail chaser. In my backpack, uh, and that's about it. I like one on one, just me and him. Mm -hmm. When it's me by myself, but since I hunt with so many different people to accomplish different things, uh, yes, I'm gonna carry a hen. If you gotta carry one decoy and one decoy only, take a hen.
0: When you uh, you know how you want to get your granddaughter a bird? Yes. What do you think she'll get out of it? Like, why do you want to get your granddaughter a bird?
3: Well, one, she has worked so hard. Two, she is studying Mother Nature itself Mm -hmm. and appreciating everything that happens. Like I pointed out to her one morning, look at the spider with the dew still on it, going back and repairing his spider web, and then the sun comes through, and all those little droplets of water turns into prisms. She... I've pointed out to her, you know, it's not all about the killing part. It's about seeing, studying, enjoying, and appreciating Mother Nature. The possum that comes by. Watch the possum. Watch what he does. The skunk. Listen, sweetheart, to that blue jay that's over there. He's about 70 yards away from us right now, whispering, why, people? How do you know that? He's not gobbling right now. I said, that blue jay is telling me He's right there is where he's at or the crow mm-hmm. or in this part of country magpie, you know, letting you know. So she's studying whether she realizes it or not. She's studying Mother Nature and appreciating everything that God Almighty made for us because that's the hunt. It's the compliments to you on your show. You don't show us a hunting show. You take us on a adventure. Mm-hmm. is what you do with your show, which is why I really enjoy it because I'm going on an adventure. I'm a part of that. Not only are we hunting, but we're learning about historical things that are there, uh habits of different people, and I feel like I'm there with you, and then I get a bonus at the end. I get to see you do what we should all do, which is enjoy or at least try our harvest and eat it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I want one of your books. I hear you got some cookbooks. I want I want one before I leave from here.
0: I'll, I'll mail you a whole stack of them.
3: Okay, I'll give you my address, but I ain't giving it out over the air.
0: No, I wouldn't do
3: that. <laughs>
2: Can we? Uh, what's your your go to turkey recipe?
3: Fried turkey breast. Uh, take the breast out. Cut it uh, cross grain uh batter it, uh a little buttermilk. If you like a, a, a thicker batter on it, you can dip it in buttermilk. If you like a thinner batter, you can dip it in egg milk and a little bit of water. I do spice that also. I'm a Tony Sashays guy. Mm-hmm. I like a Creole type, you mm-hmm. know, flavor to it. And two ways. Deep fried and just eat it like fried chicken. Or what I find that a lot of people like is I make a southern gravy Out of the same flour, because it's already got spices in it, that I spiced the turkey up with, take the turkey out, make a gravy, then take and put the turkey breast back in it and just cover it in mushrooms and onions, kind of like a liver, and I don't eat liver or heart. Kind of make it like a liver recipe, and then have some uh, biscuits and pour it over biscuits and then whatever else you want to go with it, or... I take it and cut it in strips the same way. It's a soy sauce base, but I'll use soy sauce oil. When you think you got enough pepper, put some more pepper into it. When you play with that, add a little bit more pepper with oil, um, uh, dry mustard, um, a little bit of red uh, red wine vinegar. Beat all that up, set it in it, let it soak for, it doesn't take long because that's a light meat. About 30, 45 minutes, throw it on the grill and eat it when it's coming off the grill, standing around the grill. Those are my two favorite ways. It's <laughs> an important part
0: of the recipe. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
3: Well, it, you don't need to let it cool, cool down. It needs to be hot. Yep. That's my two favorite ways. Screw all this bacon stuff. I'm south. I'm going to fry it. Fry or grill it.
0: All right, Preston Pittman. How do people find videos of you calling and whatnot?
3: YouTube. Just Google me. You'll oh, you'll find all You'll I'll find me in a diaper uh, for the spit drum and gobble contest. Um, uh, you'll see me not shaking David Letterman's hand, which I'd already shook it before I went out there.
0: Now, if I type in, um, if I start typing your name in, yes. you know what the autofill puts in? What gobbling.
3: That's what I. But I've I don't. Mean.
0: I already have to finish your name, and it already it already wants to autofill. Pre- uh, Preston Pittman Gobbling. That, now, what's this trumpet situation? Trumpet. Different dude. No, no, no. Your trumpet call. Okay.
3: A trumpet call. It
0: also wants to autofill. Preston Pittman trumpet.
3: A trumpet call is likewise to a wingbone. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, I got one somewhere, but anyway, uh, it's the call that is not used that much anymore. And sometimes in turkey calling, especially when you're hunting public land, Mm -hmm. it's that different sound that he has not heard. All beings in life, I'm not saying they're intelligent and, and reason things out, but all beings in life have the ability to pass traits down. And here's my analogy. I heard you say you went ice fishing yesterday. Mm should have called me. Uh, You wouldn't,
0: it was not a, anyways.
3: Okay. I was mostly
0: trying to get my kids to stop putting their gloves and mittens down the ice hole.
3: I've got four grand youngins within walking distance of me. Uh, I'm used to that. Uh, uh, Have you ever been to a pond or a lake that's never been fished? Mm,
0: yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay.
3: You could probably throw a
0: bear hook in. Yeah, yeah. I'm or afraid. I could take this turkey Like some caught. guy like fills a little fake right. pond up with, okay. yeah.
3: I could probably take that right there and put a hook on it and catch fish. You agree? Yes. Okay. Now, two years later and it's being fish more, I could take this same thing because now I've been fishing it for a couple of years and been throwing it. nothing to do with it. That's correct. Yeah. Now I need to paint some red on there and maybe put a spinner in the beginning of it. You agree with that? Yes, sir. You just said that a, a dumb fish with a brain the size of what, a pea has the ability to learn, be educated, and pass traits down. My second analogy is, in the deep south, whenever I first started bow hunting with my $19.95, bought from Auto let that's no longer in business, uh, Recurve. Bought from what? Auto let, That was the name of the store. Deer never looked up. Back you know, then. Back then. Yeah, sure. You know, we had the old-timey where he bear-hugged a tree or what I used to call the death trap, the old baker stands. It's no longer in business. And then we copied them and made them. And a deer never looked up. Now what happens? Mama, when she comes walking by, more like a bird dog looking up the trees? that baby is learning from her mm-hmm. that now there is danger from above. So animals have the ability to pass traits down, which is why I told you I can carry you to an easy place, but I would love, and I will carry you to an easier place in Mississippi. But But
0: you'll take me to a hard spot too.
3: I'd like for you to experience that at least one day. Even an easy place is a little bit tougher. But those birds have been hunted for so long, for so many years, they have gotten educated is what they have. And the deep South, it's a heritage now to turkey hunt. Yeah, it ain't like what it used to be. Nothing even close. The beauty of my career is I've got to see this from basically the ground floor and turn into what it's turned into now. You know, used to you made a turkey call. Hell, you used an aluminum can when diaphragms first started coming out and you put tape on them. They might last the whole hunt, they might not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the book that I gave you, Ron Jolly's book. Uh, you'll learn like what his daddy used to do. He used to carry parts with him to repair his call during a hunt. That's real.
0: Couldn't get through the hunt. Yeah, that's real. Preston's talking about a book, um, Memories of Spring, by Ron Jolly, which he gifted to me.
3: Well, Ron sent that to you. Oh, sorry,
0: that Ron gifted to me.
3: All right, man. Thank you. Thank you very much for what you do. And as this saying says on here, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing good for me. You're doing for ev- good for everyone in this sport and in this industry. You are passing it on, and you are bringing people into it who have never hunted. And that's a beautiful thing, Steve. Please oh, keep you, doing it. thank you,
0: man. I appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate the game call
3: gift. You're very welcome. All right. I still right. want to carry you hunting and fishing, though. Oh, I want to go. Done. I wanna be like but carried. <laughs> I ain't gonna tote you. I'll put you in my <laughs> damn side by side.
0: No, I'll go I'll call, I'll come next spring.
3: Okay. Done. And then next June for the hand grabbing. Yeah. That's gonna be the fun part.
0: I'll do it. Done. I'm gonna put it in my calendar now.
3: Done. Thank you very and much. Yes, you can come too. Well, well, I mean, he up. don't know how. He does <laughs> it all
1: wrong. He's got gets, the scars. Gets his arm all hurt.
3: That's all right. I'm the wimp anyway. I go out with a long sleeve shirt, and I can't use the word that they use on me or what they call me. I'll tell you when we're off air, but I'm liable to have—I'll have gloves on. You didn't have any gloves on, did you? <laughs> no, dummy. They broke you in the right. Yeah, I get
0: some welding gloves, Cal. That come up—you know, those leather oh, gloves we'll, up to your elbows. We'll, we'll
3: we will take care of both of y'all. Yeah, you can come too. I don't care. Even Yanni. Thank it's you, Preston. <laughs> Seriously. You know who will be the best? One of those two, females will, Sam. Females will listen to you. They don't have the ego mm. that males have. They will. They will take instruction. I'd much rather teach a female than I would a male.
1: I was a fishing guide for a decade, and you're very true there. They listen to you. So,
3: uh, may I tell a quick story? Please. I hope none of the adults mind this, but this is this is my mission statement besides passing it on. You know, number one, please kids, stay in school, get the best education that you can possibly get. If you have problems, find someone that can help you fix those problems. Like I did not get. Mm-hmm. Respect everybody that is out there, no matter what they do. I know I'm gonna use a doctor as an analogy. Everybody wants to be that doctor. But you know what? He or she, that doctor, cannot really do their job this day and time without a nurse's practitioner. You know what? That nurse's practitioner cannot do his or her job without probably an RN. None of those people can do their job if there is not a secretary there keeping them straight. And guess what? There's also a janitor that's got to clean the commode, sterilize the equipment, Uh, Empty the garbage, whatever it may be. Respect them all. Who has the most important job? Even that lonely little janitor that nobody looks at is, is making it possible for everyone to be able to do their job. They carry as much importance as they can. As my daddy used to tell me, he says, son, I don't care if you're a ditch digger, but by God, you better be the best ditch digger that there is out there. Everybody serves a function. Everybody serves a purpose. Everybody who does a good job deserves respect. And I'll end it with this. There is a God in heaven, and Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Amen. Preston Pittman, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Preston.
0: Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators. Furniture for your living room or bedroom. Even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit aarons.com to see what I'm talking about approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply you got to see your local store for details this show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp it is a simple truth no matter who you are mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference that's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges better provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more
4: at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.